When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, Harmontown? Hello, hello, hello. You know, I'm going to start it from here. Welcome to beautiful Uptown Burbank, everybody. Harmontown. Speaking of Spencer, let's bring out your game master, Spencer Christmas. Of course, your comptroller very happy to be back with Jeff Davis. Bring up the man of the hour, the mayor of Harmon Town, Dan Herman! Thank you. Thank you. Uh, not a lot to talk about uh, tonight. Uh, there was a there was a, a gunman at large in Los Feliz. Uh, last night. Yeah. yeah. Two nights ago. Well, I, I, I never heard what the uh, what the denouement of that was yeah no well I, I, I don't think they caught him and i don't think they ever told anybody what was going on so i think maybe it was a, like a, some kind of soylent green or body snatchers thing like the guy maybe the guy was uh maybe he knew too much and they <laughs> they either did or didn't catch him but in either case they can't tell us what happened do you think it was antifa it could have been antifa <laughs> Um, You're looking very smart in your in your bright red Cornell hoodie. Thank you. I just got back from Ithaca, New York, um, and I, I, they gave me this hoodie. I thought it was a mistake to give me a uh, a women's studies degree. Like I don't think I don't know if I earned <laughs> earned that. <laughs> but as Susan B. Anthony says, uh, 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 fuck it. Yeah. See, because I didn't earn the degree. All right. Did they make you an honorary doctor of anything? Did they give you any like no. fake laurels? No. That, that, that is, how, how does that work when you get an honorary degree in something? You can't use it for anything, right? Like, it's, right. it's it must be watermarked honorary. Yeah, I think <laughs> they say honorary on them. <laughs> you can't just use it to go get a job. You could try. But red's kind of a nice color on you, Dan. I've never seen you wear bright red. Yeah, I don't wear a lot of red. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Also, <laughs> wearing a Cornell hoodie, you look very collegiate. You look, yeah. like, you look like you might have just taught poli sci. Right. Yeah, I had a good time at that at that school. I guess that's a gig now that I can do. I I, I think I hit some kind of tipping point where I can get invited to speak at colleges, and it's it, it, the ratio of money to labor, which is well zero labor, and you're just talking to people that want. I mean, it was just a dude asking me questions. It was like just like doing this show, but but worse i mean like like not it wasn't as entertaining but they were eating it up and, and you're in that big beautiful theater there uh yeah it was a gorgeous theater everybody's really nice you know just laughed at everything i i said and uh were they too pc <laughs> i hear that's a problem uh now now nothing nothing of that sort came up really it was just a lot of questions about writing and stuff a lot of kids you know tv is 
dispersed enough now as an industry there's less money in it but you know now that there's 500,000 places to make television it's uh it's kind of satisfying to see these these kids are talking about tv like it's carpentry or something you know like it's a viable occupation now and if it's if it's viable enough if it's achievable enough then that's going to mean very quickly hopefully the representational problems that we have um will be you know those will, those will get uh sorted out pr- pretty fast as soon as you can actually think about tv writing as a potential job the problem is how the fuck is it like it's not it, it you're making even less money now there's more places to to try to sell your tv show but every, so everybody's everybody's questions they're all taking like these tv writing classes and stuff and everybody's questions are all you know how how what do i do and yeah. I, I don't really have the answers for those kids it's uh i'm not i, I i'm not somebody that uh that that took a, a normal path uh through the system um i Not was like uh, me yeah yes. spencer yeah. you have a you got a show I, yeah. I, I would say you took the most time honored of, of all trajectories right. to kept my head down and just put one <laughs> foot in front of the other you know did did yeah. the work uh spencer started running yeah i hadn't i hadn't really talked about it on the podcast because i didn't want to break the spell but now i've basically stopped running so we could talk about it for a while spencer was tweeting there i jogged 15 miles today and all this shit yeah, yeah i mean I, I i read those the, the first one or two of those i thought was a little bit of irony or or, or like you were being facetious but no you, you're really getting it yeah not- and that was only after i was confident enough in my skills to actually publicize it i was going for quite a while before i was doing that. were you in a treadmill or were you out in the streets no i was on griffith park out in griffith park running around in a big circle now is that why your your back is all jacked up right now? Yeah, that's what I think. Uh, so, I, yeah, bad. so so your knee exploded, right? Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's no good. There I'm was gonna, a time I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a drink while you. <laughs> there was a time that I was uh, I was jogging, and then like when I'd be driving, my knees would hurt. And uh, so okay. Oh, I for I thought that Chris is making that noise, but no, it's a soundboard. Zach McKeever, our sound uh, guru, told me to get some sound effects because we have no audience. That's a bad <laughs> fart sound. I mean, I guess it's like a free app fart that's sound. A, that's, a, that's a sound? That's a professional sound? <laughs> See, that's, that's, sound that's so bad. Making a fart sound. I mean, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry, Spencer. Go no, on. it's fine. I'm just insulting. <laughs> See, this is bad. Qual- like, See, that one's, that, that one's called nose. That's someone blowing their nose, but that sounds like a better fart, doesn't it? Right, yeah. No, it definitely sounds like a better fart. We got to get you some good Foley artists to work with. Oh, my God, we do. All we right. should get a Foley artist instead of soundboard. So oh, they, my, oh, we should have yeah. full-on old-timey uh, like radio show yeah. Foley guys. We can put him under your podium. The story is going somewhere because Spencer (laughs) hurt his knee, his back. Yeah. Uh, So just while driving, it would hurt my knee while I was driving. And then I was like, oh, driving is fucking up my knee. And I kept running. But I think that running was fucking up my knee. And I was only feeling it while I was driving until it got so bad that I felt it after I was running. Um, and then I was like, oh, I bet I'm fucking myself up and it was bad. And so then again, it wasn't, it was only hurt when I sit and when I was driving and it would be the worst cause I drive for work. And also I drive for recreation. I would say I drive between two and three hours a day, most days. Um, and most of that's just for fun, you know? And so it, it like, got, like, you, you just get out in the open road and just, oh like, yeah. Like, Blasting doughboys. It's a real, it's a real fun time. It's, so you so, went, you went to get 
Well, I went to the doctor, and but the day I went to the doctor, then I started getting what I think is sciatica pain, which is like on on the side of your lower back. It yeah, feels it goes like down a nerve your ass pinch. cheek and down into your uh, yeah. yeah. I would feel it right under my ass and then in my foot, and it was like really bad. And so I went to see the doctor, and he was like, "Oh, it's just inflammation." And I was like, "Well, there's this new thing that's coming up," and he was like, "Sciatica," and I was like, "I don't know what that is," and he was like, "It's like your legs burning," and I was like, "Well, no," and so he's like, "Okay," but then. And I looked it up after I left, and I was like, well, fuck, no, that was what I had. He described it wrong. Yeah, if, if he had said a tingling or like an almost like an electrical pain yeah. going shooting down your your leg, just, you know, starting somewhere in your ass cheek and then going down. I had that yeah. really bad. I thought I was going to have to live with that forever. What did you do? Nothing? Well, the first thing that fixed it was an inversion table. Oh, right. But And then it started coming back, and I, I may have fucked up my back more with the inversion table. This, right. I, I, I was was evangelizing inversion tables for a while. Um, th- then McGathy um, had gone it. to the, some chiropractor, and, 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 and that's that's Doctor. God, his name is Doctor Phil. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh no. And he doesn't like inversion tables. Well, no, of course not. They, he likes you know, chiropractic. Dan, <laughs> Dan yeah, I, I, I hear that in med- the medical community, uh, Doctor Phil is known as so- something of a. <laughs> oh Great. yeah. If you want this I've to taken, be a morning I've taken zoo this shit show, to a new level. <laughs> People thought when we lost the audience, the show was going to suffer showbiz wise. No, we're reaching untold heights. Yeah, this is this is real. But wait, you could have done that when there was an audience here. I, I know, but, but I, we're, oh, we're, we're like I, we're, I, we, exactly. we're evolving. We're evolving this while the audience isn't here. It's kind of like being in a cocoon. An opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so while the knee pain was bad, like, this nerve pain was unbearable, and it came on a lot faster, and so I was like, I can't sit, which is a big part of my job. I can't drive, which is a bigger part of my job. I'm really freaking out. And then I couldn't run, so it's like everything that I had been doing with my life, I just all all of a sudden couldn't do, and I was like, what am I doing with my life? And so uh, I talked to Brian LaFada, and he was like, my brother does traditional Chinese medicine. You should see uh, someone like that. And then I was like, like acupuncture? And he was like, like sure and so i was like you know who does acupuncture steve agee and he also has terrible health so i i asked him what the deal was and he recommended me to an acupuncturist and i was like yeah because i got the sciatica and he was like holy shit they really did wonders on my sciatica and i was like oh yeah jackpot and so (laughs) i went like two or three days later that's the thing is that i was scheduling these doctor's appointments and it's like we could see you in two weeks or whatever the fuck but then the acupuncturists they're like yeah come in tomorrow like come in the next day and i was like hell yeah so it was great because at this point it was like another week or so before i'd get another doctor appointment and i was like i was in terrible pain so i go to the acupuncturist i couldn't sit down like the drive over to the acupuncturist was like torture it was really really bad and like by the time I was out of the car, I was like, I don't want to sit back down. And so I, I filled out the paperwork standing up and wow. uh, then they brought me into this room that had like all this, this, this weird new age music and like relaxing music and a little steamy thing making vaporize, vaporizing water into the air. And uh, they laid me down onto a table. And I think this is part of it. There's like mystique they like cultivate an air of mystique like they don't tell you anything you know and there is things that i took as maybe cold reading techniques she was like you don't drink enough lo- water and i was like i drink a ton of water and she was like i don't know um <laughs> but i actually didn't drink any water that day and like when I, I i peed after i left and like my pee was like neon yellow and i was like wow she really was right but um 
So they didn't tell me what I was doing. She just started stabbing needles into my back, and it it hurt really bad. Really? <laughs> they go, I mean, not really bad. I mean, worse than a shot, but they poke it, and then I, I don't know why they do it, but they kind of push it in further or kind of twist it around or something. I think she was trying to hit a nerve or whatever, because then sometimes she would stab it right into like what felt like a nerve, and then it would just shoot like lightning down my body, you know, and I was like... You're trying to stay still, but like your whole body's like jerking because someone's stabbing you with fucking needles into your nerves, which are the things that are supposed to feel things the most, you know? Yeah. It was really crazy. So she put the needles in and then she left me for a while and just left. And then um, she came back and then she attached wires to the needles and was like, tell me when you feel it. And I was like, I don't feel it. And she's like, tell me when you feel it. And I'm like, what am I supposed to feel? And she was like, you'll know. And then, oh. uh, and then eventually it started feeling like someone was like, like rattling the little needles because of the electrical shock. I don't know if it was jiggling the needles or whatever, but it was like, so now I'm getting electricity sent through these needles that stabbed into my nerves, you know, and it's, and, and she turned up the power pretty high cause I wasn't feeling it. And she was like, Oh, you're a strong guy. And I was like, I don't. I don't know. I have a low pain tolerance. This is, you know, pretty painful to be stabbed. I'm just not feeling the lightning. But so then she turned on the lightning and like it was just zapping my body and like it was making my nerve like muscles twitch and stuff. And she's like, just just hang out here. And I was like, for how long? And it was like it felt like 20 minutes just with like this machine buzzing and like just vibrating my body. And I was getting like it was making my nerves like light up and glow. It was really crazy. But uh, it felt like it was doing something because those very same nerves, you know, that were in terrible pain were the ones that are now like buzzing with electricity and stuff. So it's not like it felt like something was happening. And then it eventually the machine finished and it made this like crazy beeping sound and she came back in and she took it all off. And then I didn't know this was going to happen because, again, there's no communication. She just basically shows up and starts doing stuff and um, she starts cupping me. You guys know about cupping? Oh, well, yeah. I, I do now, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure you do. Um, cupping, but, cupping is so weird, it better work. Yeah. I don't know. She cut me basically on the same... If you don't know what cupping is, it's like a suction cup that they put, and then they use like a balloon pump or some shit to suck all the air of it. So now like your Ooh. skin is like sucking up... <laughs> I thought I thought well, I, 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 the the the, uh, the the artisanal way of doing that is with, they put like a fire a, a match in there yeah. and, and then yeah right but she was just using what what sounded like a balloon pump like you can't see because they put you face down at a table and you're looking through like a toilet seat at a chair uh-huh. that's below your face and like you don't know anything that they're doing you just assume it's not make like you know placebo magic but um yeah so she cut me in all these spots and that was. That was really painful. Like that was like as bad as it is to be stabbed with needles that are shooting lightning through your body. Are like you, being you, cupped was really bad. Are you gonna be? Are you gonna be mad at Levy if if I saw the photo? No, I know that happened. You could have okay. just asked, man. Well, no, well, I'm I'm the victim of revenge porn. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I didn't, well, I didn't, you know, I, I, it's Levy, Levy had it on his phone. No, I like, know. Oh, shit. And I saw it and then, and then I just, I'm, I'm not usually a, like, I just, it was just like the, the airdrop thing came up and I just, I just, before I even knew what I was doing, I just hit it. It was just Why like, did it come up? 
Well, I don't know. It was just there. Yeah, I, yeah that's not your fault if an airdrop window pops. Up. Well, no, it was. I mean, maybe it, maybe it's because I hit the share button. I don't know. But oh, well, yeah, okay. Well, that's <laughs> that's what the story was. Yeah. Well, I, so you I, definitely did it. I I didn't know what I was doing. I was just like, well, this seems like a valuable photo. I wasn't going right. to show it to anybody else. I just, I, yeah, I really don't know that's how why that was my instinct. But you you wouldn't you wouldn't show it to the to the viewers, would you? No, that's the, the what's embarrassing about that picture is not like it's everything but the cupping marks like right. i have weird acne scars on my back and then All stretch right. marks and like way too much hair like i took the picture and i was like man i wish that my skin was better because these cupping scars are crazy but yeah. this is like a gross picture well so anyways i i then take our word for it uh mr well, and mrs america and all the ships at sea uh like this fucking like you can see cupping pictures on on online and it, it looks exactly looks like, like that. it's just like, except on my ass it's like giant hickeys the diameter of a softball like, yeah like, i mean they like just, a wine glass that's and what's that's the crazy. idea? It's drawing toxins out of your That's what they what? said. She was like, it's turning color. That means it's working because it's, it takes stuff out of you. And it's like, it's turning color because all the oxygen is being rushed out of my skin to the surface of the skin because of a vast pressure differential. It has nothing to do with toxins. But it, it felt like anti-acupuncture because they were stabbing me before and then those same spots they stabbed me they were then sucking you know mm -hmm. air i don't know i th i don't know if it are was that, like but they look just like bruises are they mm -hmm. when you touch them are do they hurt as much as a bruise that size would hurt one of them kind of hurts the rest don't really feel oh. like anything well, that's interesting yeah but because it just look it looks like a straight up like paintball bruise even worse really just like deep purple yeah like it was really painful it was like it's like if you know you get an indian burn like they twist your skin on your arm or whatever it felt like that for like 10 minutes while the cups were on my back it was really bad but also they were making my muscles twitch with the lightning and so then like the muscles that were twitching just felt like i had exercised them to death like they felt dead and really 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 sore and so then by the time it was finished i didn't feel like, it wasn't crazy, vast nerve pain. Like, I still felt that nerve, like, acting up, but it just kind of felt like my ass was sore. And then I was like, wow, that's really crazy. And so, yeah, then I drove home, and I wasn't in terrible pain on the trip home, which was the same journey, you know, the same length trip. And then the next day, I felt a lot better, and then the next day, I felt a lot better, and today, I feel basically nothing. I was, like, driving around all, all today. You can kind of feel it a little bit coming in after about an hour of driving. You feel nothing as in a good thing you're, you're, yeah you're not numb you're, yeah wow now well, okay. I, I was told because i had i had a little sciatica like pain a while back uh -huh. and uh, i was told and it instantly worked is do um sit-ups do do ab stuff yeah the one thing i looked on up online was this one stretch where you put your leg on a chair and then you kind of pull your toe inward and i kept doing that and i think it was helping there was one time i was driving and i had to like stop driving and get out of the car and then i just walked around for a bit and then stretched my leg like that until i could get back in and it was no good here's the like, tough like, thing about uh sorry. back pain is it, it it you know your story is about you you know the doctor said it's inflammation right and he could it could just be but that was that he was he right was, he wasn't talking about the sciatica at all because like he didn't know that was happening or you know he didn't understand oh, right. it was well happening. anyways i mean it's like it, it could have been because 
it could have been something pushing. Mm-hmm. It probably was pushing in your sciatic nerve, and yeah. then that that just got reduced. And now we don't know if acupuncture works. Right. Now. That's the thing is that anytime I do anything like that, I always have to ask: is like if I didn't do anything, wouldn't I also improve to an extent over time anyway? Yeah. But I don't know. When I talked to Steve, he said he got it for really long bursts, and it didn't feel like it was going away. But then after that treatment, it just instantly started going away. So I don't know. But I mean, you know, it, not like intuitively. I don't know. I will say, having got, now, now that I've been going to this chiropractor for as long as I have, I, I can definitely scientifically say comparing it to forty years of other back treatments. Yeah. Of 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 going to different chiropractors and then not going to them or the inversion table and stuff like whatever my chiropractor's doing is actually, it has me pain free. I really thought my, my whole family, it's the one thing that we have as a weakness on both sides of my family. Like we have really strong tooth enamel, uh, uh, really strong toenails, strong hearts, uh, lungs, uh, everything's, you know, we don't have a lot of like streaks of like uh, proclivities, you know, for for ailment going through my family tree. We just kind of drink ourselves to death or smoke. Do you um, find that the strong toenails has benefited you and your family in some way? <laughs> well, Cody was just pointing that out the other day. I was like, I, she, she's like, wow, you must you, you 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 must be really healthy. Like these these disgusting toenails that you need to clip <laughs> immediately um, are really like. Uh, I don't know what they're 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 not they're not flimsy and jaundiced they're like uh eagle talons. Yes, exactly. Um if you're just joining us uh I'm gross. Um but if you haven't seen Dan swoop through your neighborhood and catch a squirrel it's amazing. <laughs> I'm also a bad person. So la- last time I was on this stage I made fun of I think, was, I think it, that's a good description. I made fun of of uh the podcast uh uh Up and Vanished hosted by Payne Lindsay. Who you know? I just kind of characterized him as a as a guy that you know he doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> he didn't know what he was doing. He learns what he's doing, but then he but it's just like a podcast about him going like I don't know how to I want to do have a try. I don't know. I kind of I kind of made fun of him. I don't think I was like high fiving him. I, I don't think I was that flattering. And then tonight I saw that he he tweeted like he, he it was clear he had heard the thing because he made because i said he sounded like chris pratt and he said so he tweeted i saw a tweet from him and said well at least i sound like chris pratt and then and then i think they had an emoji that was like kind of like a guy with a hand over his face or something like that like he was embarrassed because i because then i because then I, he I, 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 cody looked him looked him up you know and you know he's just he's just an adorable guy you know he loves his wife and like he's he did he did a good true crime podcast and then i made fun of him and i didn't want him to hear it it's doesn't it's you you know that some shit had like yeah someone just probably told him about like, it. like 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 couldn't resist you know i just well, don't like, understand like, that like the person that felt the need to ron jeremy to, to track down ron jeremy's reddit and, and yeah and, and i still i, st- I still it. maintain that that guy though is if, if he's listening like yeah. I, I i didn't really i don't he's a good person i don't really think that that guy no the guy that went to ron jeremy i i didn't i didn't i didn't no, feel like that guy was was really no, no, I mean, trying it's, to it's, cause beef or it's just weird that like you say something like I mean, it's stupid to think that what we're doing here is is in a vacuum. Of course, what we right. say will send ripples out and butterfly effects and all this shit. But uh, like, it's just like everything we say can reach its unintended targets. 
and yeah. probably will. And maybe, maybe, maybe Payne Lindsay is was already a listener, which would be rad. You know, he's a he's a he's a fun guy. He'd make a great guest. We should have uh, him on the show. Maybe Ron Jeremy's like Pratt. We should get Ron Jeremy on the show. Get yeah. to the bottom of that shit. Uh, well, we did get to the bottom of it. <laughs> well, did we? I mean, we, I, I think we have to go straight to the source. <laughs> that would be amazing if we got him on the show. <laughs> we were interviewing, he and we were like, "Well, I, I gotta I, ask. I, I gotta I, ask. I, what's with the what's with the what's with the banana peel?" And he's he like, has he yeah, has every sex. <laughs> and then he, he has off. every yeah. right to say, "I don't know what you're talking about." Maybe I was drunk and doing a joke. Like he might just like just like throw that away, like so many. Banana peels. Oh shit! Yeah, he would shit. have a right to do that, but that would make him a big liar because when oh, wow. when the person said it to him, he he had a very quick response that yeah. he knew exactly what that person was talking about. I right. think he had a fallback. I think when somebody goes on his Reddit and asks him a specific questions, he has a cute answer that's very uh, convenient. I but think, in the moment, you, he, I think he had ulterior motives that, that, were, that were way more complicated in the moment. It could be both. Wow. I think that's giving him too much credit for being clever to say, like, he has all these versions of how to deal with people asking him about a banana peel. Did we talk about my conversation with uh, uh, David Keith? Keith, Keith David. David. <laughs> Keith, I always do that. Yeah. Keith David about cross-mounted pussy. Uh... <laughs> We've talked about it on the show, I believe, right? Yeah, I mean, I, it's, it's, it's been going on for so long, I can't, I can't remember. Yeah, I, we, we, but when he was on Rick and Morty, uh, like I think the last Rick and Morty, right? Uh, maybe we're repeating old news here, but there's a line in the movie Platoon that Keith David says, and he refers to going back, sniffing that cross-mounted pussy down by the river... And Matt Gorley and I, from Super Ego fame and, and uh, Harmon Quest fame, have really tried to get to the bottom of what is cross-mounted pussy. Why is it cross-mounted? What, what, are, what are the pros and cons of it being cross-mounted? And Dan worked with him on Community a couple times, and you asked him, and you didn't get a satisfactory answer to that. No. He was so nice when I met him, because I was wearing this exact same suit with a kind of a little window pane check, and he was wearing a similar suit. There's a photo that I have, I think, on my Insta noodles, and uh, he uh, he was so pleasant. I go, okay, I'm going to be that guy, and I'm going to ask you about platoon. So I got some platoon questions where he's like, lay them on me, and we talked and talked and talked about cross mounted pussy, and we finally came to the conclusion. He goes, he goes, look, man, I don't know, that that was some Oliver Stone shit. Yeah. <laughs> like he just said that was I was just reading my lines. Oh yeah. So yeah. yeah, so that so, the the answer is we don't know. So yeah. now now I, I'm and I I don't want to have to deal with Oliver Stone about this issue because he's going to do a Ron Jeremy and have some fucking terse, convenient answer that doesn't satisfy <laughs> me or anybody else. Why why can't you believe that that's his line? I, that's, that's, because here's here's the thing: it's like you're expecting it to be something dirty. I think because it's I, like a no, banana, I, and I, so the fact that it's not that's like it's it's a brilliant move. What I think it was, I think he had a banana peel on his shoulder. I don't think he had a clever line ready to go or a dirty line like a <laughs> salacious like like rejoinder when somebody uh -huh. asked him about it. I do know that he seemed bummed out when a guy asked him about it from behind his back. Um, so that leads me in that direction. But I think that maybe he was just doing that. I think he was in a bad mood. <laughs> no, come on, we've been over this. I know. We, we, we've been, we, we, still... we got this figured out from top to bottom. It's he he was he was. It's a thing that he does. If he sees a banana peel, it, it, he puts it. Yeah. He, he does that. That's a. Th it's one of it's maybe five trick. things that he has up his sleeve, and then and 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 it's a. He likes to be funny for the for probably for the girls, and 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 didn't want to be vulnerable with you, and and was like, yeah, I mean.
You just you just saw a weird side of him. Yeah, I think then he takes a banana peel. When you ask him if you're a woman, why are you wearing a banana peel? I think it ends up with somehow pussy being cross mounted. <laughs> and I think the cross mounted pussy is like it's holy. It's holy pussy. It's like it's like on a cross. It's like Christ pussy. Oh like it's like shit. so good. Yeah, it's like the that best was one pussy. of the, that was one of our theories we thought about. That's that's probably it. Cross mounted pussy. Gross. <sighs> yeah. If you love I mean, a pussy, don't crucify it. <laughs> That's about it. It's Shrab's birthday. Oh yeah, he's not here. He's <laughs> off somewhere. But I, I, I do. I have to. For Shrab leaves town tomorrow, and he goes back to Milwaukee, and uh, he's going to speak at his his alma mater. If I'm using that term right, the place he graduated from, the Milwaukee Institute of Art and Design, um, and uh, he wanted me to do like a an introduction on video for him. So. I guess we could we could knock that out right now because you're able to. In addition to live streaming it, you can like also yeah you'll have it and then I can just give them a clip right. Yeah. Do you want some music for this Dan or is it, you want you want you want to go dry? Uh, what, what what do you have? I don't know. I mean just the regular shit. You want a beat? You want to wrap it out? You, what, what, what do you got? Sure, sure. Well, let's try, yeah, let's try a a, 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 a Rob Shrap introduction rap. All right. Can you pump that up, Zach? Yo, yo, the man about to take the stage is all of Milwaukee's rage. He's a graduate of this academy. He's going to start throwing Adam. Adam's. Okay, wait, all right. Wait, look, look, I'm Keep a little sober. This? All right. <laughs> Just, all right. Whoa. Good. Yo. You want to start yo. again? You can. Yeah. Start yo. again? Okay, go. Yo. The man about to take the stage is all Milwaukee's rage. He went to Milwaukee Institute of Art and Design. He ate your mama's pussy until she... <sighs> okay, all right. Ah! All right. This is going to be played at the oh, alma mater. Man. Don't leave us hanging like okay, that. Right, I, what, right. what, 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 well, until I, I, I what? Can just, I can just write it. I can just until write it. Until what? Yo. What? Okay, yo. Yo. Which camera should I look into, Chris? <laughs> this one right here? Okay, all right. Let's get this right. Yo. You're camera three. You're camera three. The man about to take the stage. Oh, wait, no, wait. How did I? That, that wasn't right. Okay. Yo. 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 What's up, Milwaukee? Yo. Yo. The man about to take the stage <laughs> is all Milwaukee's rage. He went to Milwaukee Institute of Art and Design. He ate your mama's pussy with a squeeze of lime. <laughs> Please welcome Rob Schraub. Yo. Fine arts graduate. Yo, he paints murals on walls. That's not all. He also made Scud, the disposable assassin. And he started right here, taking classes in fine art and graphic design. Ate your mama's pussy with lime, as I mentioned earlier. He also knows how to play the Wurlitzer. No, he doesn't. Force that rhyme. Also, he ate your mom's pussy with lime. He went to Milwaukee Institute of Art and Design. D to the E to the S-I-G-N. He fucked your mama again. Now he's coming out to speak to you, and I'm sure you've got questions. I do, too. Dear Mr. Schraub, how did art affect your life day to day? Well, I'm pretty sure that it did good. That's a little sneak preview. And now here's what we're going to do. We're going to dance break. Oh, yeah.
Armstrong is 57,000 years old. So don't make your questions too bold. He might get scared and might run away and then eat some prune juice and curds and whey. It's all he can digest at this point. He's like a mummy. There's food that's too harsh. It's hard on his tummy. He's, he's 57 years old. But he sold his comic book rights to Oliver Stone <laughs> in 1996. And that's why I'm standing here. All right, let's let's try. Well, take it from the top in case it needs to be clean. All right, okay. Here's Rob Schraub in case they can, he can use that one. Ladies and gentlemen, Rob Schraub. <laughs> that's not usable. Okay. I'm gonna start the beat from the top so we have to, you have some some. Okay, and maybe I should interframe, right? Yo, the man about to take the stage is world famous. He's Milwaukee's rage. His name is Rob Schraub, and he gets the job done. He went here in your school, son. If you ask him for wisdom, you might get it. I can't. I can't. Fuck. All right. Okay, wait. MC Harmon's the name. Hosting Harmontown is my podcast game, but I'm not here to introduce myself. I'm here to pull my best friend from Milwaukee off the shelf. His his name is Rob Schraub. He went to your school. He's going to talk, so pay attention. Don't be a fool. Ask him questions about art and shit and uh, how he sucked your mama's tit. Fuck. God damn it. For those listening at home, Dan keeps leaving the stage and coming back into frame to, to, to get that extra showbiz. MC Harmon is my name. Coming from Milwaukee is my game. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> Milwaukee is a town that makes people famous. <laughs> Brew City, coming from the top. I fucked your mama with the handle of a mop. <laughs> this show brought to you by the Weinstein Corporation. Dairy State. Milwaukee's not the capital. <laughs> all right, sorry. You can't you can't rap at all. All right, all right. Well, I'm just rhyming. I'm just rhyming. Just rhyming. Here we go. I, I, I think this is the one. I think this is the one. I can feel it. My name is MC Dan. I've got a rap. This one has a plan. I'm going to introduce to you a very great man. He went to your school with a, his butt in a can. That's all he had for tuition back then. But he worked real hard, and, and he started to win. He took fine arts. He took graphic design. He ate your mama's pussy with a squeeze of lime. Milwaukee Institute of Art and Design. The alumni time is here. It's time to ask him questions. It's time to make investments into your future by gaining wisdom. Oh, his come <laughs> is probably frothy. Talk more about the uh, the alumnus's come. My name is Dan Harmon. I'm pretty 
Charmin. I don't need to introduce myself. I'm going to bring a, my best friend off the shelf. He's went to your school called Myad. He's not in the Chinese triad, but if he was, that would be fine. His balls have fuzz. <laughs> so do oh, mine. Damn it. So do mine. I know, but I got to keep it clean, right? Because his mom's going to be there. Too much shoe leather. That, it's hard. I hope this is the rest of the podcast. We could be. Why not? <laughs> You want a different beat? You want, you you like that one? You want you want you want you want you want to you want to try something else? Might might open up the cans here a little bit. Let's try this one. Uh. <laughs> Yo, about to come to the stage right now. Someone that made Milwaukee on the map -er than it was before. I'm not going to tell you his name till the end of this freestyle rap by me, Dan Harmon. Yo, Milwaukee is a city sitting on the river. It's kind of sh shitty. Fuck. God damn it. I can't, I can't, I can't. Okay, just start it, start, start, use that same track. From the beginning? Okay. Here we go. All right. This is this one's real. This is like you're sitting at my ad, and then the screen comes up. Okay. Use Milwaukee's awesome city motto too when you get a chance. Okay. Because I adore the Milwaukee city motto. Right. Sup. Milwaukee's generated very many fine specimens of human being. George Clooney, I assume, don't look it up, myself, MC Harmon, and the man that's about to take the stage. My name is Dan, D-A-N, and I'm about to bring the master of Milwaukee in. He is a great person from a great lake. His credentials are not fake. He went to my ad. That's the Milwaukee Institute of Art and Design. <laughs> Man, god damn it, fuck you. His name is Rob Schraub, but don't applaud yet, because the job ain't done. I'm gonna rap and then run and introduce him. His dick is so big, it's got gluten in it. <laughs> He's fine arts, majored in fine arts. No, he didn't. I think he majored in graphic design. And then he created Scud. All right, god damn it, I fucked up, I fucked up. Can we do just one more? I swear to God, one more. All I've right. got nowhere to be, man. I'm having the time of my life. I actually got to be somewhere in 20 minutes, so. For real? No. <laughs> got to go back to get some cup, get some sweet cupping going on? Yeah, sweet cupping. Sweet cupping. Right, right, sweet right. cupping I'm gonna, cakes. I'm going to cup the shit out of you later, Spencer. All right, here we go. You ready, Dan? Yeah. Just, Dan, let it, just let it, let it fly. I know, but I can't be, I can't be profane. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't be profane. Just let, 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 let it just go. Okay. Be, be yourself. Yo, I'm here to introduce the most important man that ever came out of Milwaukee. It's not me. It's my best friend, Rob Schraub. Yo, 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 Schraub. Yo, 
Schraub. Yo. Schraub. Schraub. S-C-H-R-A-B. Milwaukee is the place you want to be from. <laughs> this is the shittiest rap. I can't do it. You got it. You got it. You got it. You got it. Fucking damn it. <laughs> I can't fucking do it. You want to try another beat? Yeah. Give me one more beat. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is good. Okay. <laughs> this is the one. This is the one. By a great lake. Rob Schraub's coming to the stage. He's not fake. He's got his credentials from M-I-A-D. You're going to see. He's the man to see. You're going to ask him some Q's and A's. He's going to soak up Milwaukee's rays. Get the vitamin D from the sun's always shining. My, I'm a, fuck. Graphic designing, I could have said. God damn it. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. All right. All right. Yo. Ain't no joke. He's going to come out. Fuck. Fuck. You had to sign in right there. I love it. Uh, okay. You ready? Yeah. Okay, don't think. Don't think. Okay. Just like, like, like when you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Clean entrance. Make it clean. Clear, clear frame. You're clear. Here we go. You know, for $5 a month, you can watch Dan clear frame. <laughs> for our subscribers. Here we go. Yo. What's up, Brew City? Yo. You ain't shitty to me. A great place by a great lake. But now I'm bringing up the man, for God's sake. He's my best friend that went to your hometown with you. He went to my ad, so what you're going to do? You're going to ask him questions and learn some stuff. I ate your mama's muff <laughs> last night. That Sorry. Fuck. Okay. No, here we go. S-C-H-R-A-B. He is the man to see. Get some wisdom from him. He's about to start coming now. Right up to the stage. He's the man that gave my ad all its rage and all its glory and all its passion. Don't talk to me about crashing a party when you're to be home drawing. Do your homework. Rob Schraub, ladies and gentlemen. Rob Schraub. Here he comes. Rob Schraub. Here he is. All right. Well, then, and then let me do one. So save that one. And then. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jesus. Chris, All right. Well, okay. One, one more. You're yeah, saying? I thought the mama's muff was good. All I right. Well, well, one more. And then we'll. But then I also have to do one that's like just like in case he can't use the rap at all. I, I'll do one where I just say stuff. Okay. You want the beat? Yeah. Okay. Yo, oh, yo, oh, yo, oh, my name is Dan Harmon, I come from Milwaukee, but I'm not there for tonight's walkie-talkie today, fuck, what, what? had the horrible feeling you are going to say bukkake. Uh, <laughs> all right, one more, one more, one more. Yo, nah, yo, yeah, yo, yo, yeah. Yo, yeah. yeah, yeah. My name is Dan Harmon. I come from Milwaukee. Rob Schraub's coming out like Bukaki in a minute. <laughs> oh, he's gonna be fucking at you, asshole. 
<laughs> Jeff Davis put that rhyme in my head, but now I'm introducing Rob Schraub instead. He's my best friend for about 30 years. Is that how old we are? But we started drinking beers where you are, right there in your hometown. But when Rob Schraub was home, he was down in the basement drawing robots and shit, and that's why he's uh, here. Get over it. He's the super alumnus. You should. You're gonna be glad you come to this. You're gonna ask him questions and stuff. And <laughs> I'm not gonna say muff. Here, <laughs> here he comes to the stage. He's the Milwaukee Institute of Art and Design's rage. He's the most famous dude, the most powerful. Not that those things matter, but here you go. You're gonna get a taste of what makes him great and ask him really important questions. For God's sake, don't just say, "Can I have a job?" Because you can't. So here he comes with his special pants, Rob Schraub. Yeah, we got that one. That's that, that's the okay. one. So we'll give him that one. The I think I think the uh, the faculty and the parents that are that attend that are going to be happy to know that the special guest is coming on stage like Bukaki. All right. So all right means a lot. Uh, okay. Hello, Milwaukee Institute of Art and Design. Uh, uh, I'm Dan Harmon. I'm also from Milwaukee. I did not go to your school. I went to Marquette for a little bit, and then I dropped out. But uh, um, Schraub, uh, who I... Oh, shit. I shouldn't say his name. I should save it for the end. Okay. Take two. All right. Mark it. Yo. 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 S to the C to the H-R-A-B. Coming to the stage is the man you want to be. If you stay in school and major in graphic design, the Milwaukee Institute of Art and Design, it's, uh, it's not that, it's not cheating to rhyme design with design if that's the name of the school. Rob Schraub is the man you need to, to ask questions of. All right, all right. Obviously, I'm not going to just suddenly do a good rap. We, we thought for a second I would. All right, here we go. So here's the verbal one. Okay. I'm going to kill myself. I'm going to walk off stage and just going to hear a gunshot and, and the birds are going to start singing again. All right. Hello. Are you an artist? Or is your son or daughter one? Or is your child non-gender binary? Starting over. Stay on target. Stay on target. Hello, Milwaukee. Thanks for voting for Trump, you fucks. Yeah, I was going to come back and visit too, but I had socks to sort. You fucks. I know. Milwaukee probably didn't vote for him. I'm sure it's a blue island in a big, dumb red state. All right, here we go. Butter emails. All right. Hello, Milwaukee Institute of Art and Design. I did not go to you, but I did live in your city. My name is Dan Harmon, and I have become famous. Um, so, but I am about to introduce somebody even more important than myself. He's the reason why I went to Los Angeles on, on a U-Haul uh, with only my, my mattress and a, and a pile of hustlers in a crate. And um, now I'm, I'm, I'm so glad 
that I followed him and listened to him. He always had the best advice for me. I, 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 like, like every single time I ever asked him for any feedback on a screenplay or how to solve a problem, his advice throughout my entire life was always the exact right advice. I only kept failing because I very often forgot to follow it. Um, he's a really, really, really special, really smart guy. Um, and, uh, and he went to your school and he benefited from, from all it has to offer. So I think this is going to be a great evening for you. Um, uh, sorry, I can't make eye contact with, with you. Um, uh, uh, please welcome to back to your, uh, Institute of Art and Design, Mr. Rob Schraub. Okay. All right. Good enough, right? Uh, yeah. That was good. All right. I almost did this one. <laughs> uh, should we play D&D? Yeah. It's a bit early, right? Well, I mean, I guess that doesn't no, matter. No, Dan just rapped for 90 minutes. I get that. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that the rapping I, segment I actually was ha- short. I have, I have little tears in my eyes right now, Dan. That was, that was exciting. Well, can I do one rap now that we're not... That doesn't have to be clean? You can, so do, I can, you, you can do all the raps you want, baby. I feel like... Which uh, do you feel any difference rapping to the lack of audience, or is, is, is that not a, a factor? Mm, I don't know. I mean, have I ever been good? You have your moments when you really you really lay it down. Yeah. Well, let's see if we can create some without the audience. Uh, Zach, what's that beat you got? Let's, let's do something new. You got a beat you can lay on us, or is that going to be hard? Yeah, I, I like when you DJ because you got the uh, you got the goods. Zach McKeever, everybody on audio. All right. Yo. 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 Oh, no. Oh, shit. Here we go. Yo. About to spit fire. Dropping science, taking me higher. My rap is a function of biology. I fucked your mama so hard, it was Scientology. I cleared the thetans off her neck. I fucked her, <laughs> rolled her over. Heck, I said to your mama, go back to church. I fucked your mama like her name was Lurch from the Adams Family. Got a hand in a box, going up into your mama's socks, putting them inside out like the pantyhose. Fucked your mama, cause that's the way it goes. I fucked your mama, cause that's the way it goes. Fucked your mama, cause that's the way it goes. Turned your socks inside out like pantyhose. I fucked your mama, cause that's the way it goes. Went to the garage and built a canoe because I had nothing else to do. It's the new hobby that I'm pursuing. I fucked your mama and started chewing on her labia, but not hard, just a nibble, just a tiny love nibble. She asked for it. She likes it. Went up to the attic. I fucked your mama. She was ecstatic. She said, go get the handcuffs. I fucked her so hard she had dandruff. <laughs> fucked with her follicles with my dick. Made her hair. Retain more grease because of my dick. Fucked your mama seven ways. Fucked your mama for 19 days. Fucked your mama didn't drink any water. Fucked your mama made two sons and a daughter. Sent them to school. Paid for their education. Fucked your mama all across the nation. Fucked her in Canada. Fucked her in Mexico too. Fucked her in North America. Okay? I fucked her everywhere. Fucked your mama. I fucked your mama. I fucked your mama. Here we go. Fuck your mama. Race. (laughs) The Olympics give medals for shit, but I never depended on it. Just fucked your mama so good they gave me one. 
I sold it. I just did that for fun. They said, here's your gold medal. He fucked the mama so good. I said, look, I just got special wood. It's all I do. I just, I just fuck mamas. Now along comes you. You're telling me that you got a metric and a reward system. I don't know. I'm not even listening. I, I only fuck mamas for fun. I only fuck mamas till they say I'm done. I follow their guidance and their permission for my emission. Nocturnal or daylight. Fuck your mama so hard. She says it, I stay right. Fuck. God damn it. Don't lose your flow. Oh, you're doing so good, Harmon. Keep going. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. An aircraft carrier made out of pussies. <laughs> All right. All right. I wasn't going anywhere. Okay. Please continue that thread. All right. What's that? An aircraft carrier made out of pussies. I mean, what are you going to, what how do you, what are you, get Gary Busey's? What are you going to rhyme? <laughs> uh, this isn't, okay. All right. All right. Yes, yes, exactly. A, a big ship made out of vaginas. I landed on it, the USS in North Carolina. I got out, submission accomplished. I fucked your mama so hard, she made my dick a dish of flame and young. And I served it till I was, okay. All right. All right. Just backing up, backing up. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Oh, I went back. Okay, 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 okay. Just, just take it easy. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Right. Everybody, here we go. Everybody, take it easy. Everybody, take it easy. Yo, take it yo, easy. yo, rapping, rapping like this, rapping, rapping like that, kicking, kicking in the air. Fuck your mama. Don't even care. Raised my hands, lowered them down. Fucked your mama like a birthday princess or a clown. Put out some balloons, made them into animals. Fucked your mama so hard, that's the way it always goes. Oh, I went into the pool, I took a pee, and grabbed a bar stool, put it in my butt, got three friends. And that's where that story ends. Crossed the threshold, met with a goddess. Fucked your mama so hard, and stitched her a bodice. All right. All right. <laughs> Damn. You ran with goddess with bodice. <laughs> You good. fucked the mama so hard that she ended up having dandruff. <laughs> yeah, that was. You fucked all the moisture out of her scalp. <laughs> you made a canoe. <laughs> you made a canoe. <laughs> you you said the mate. I mean, I don't want to nitpick. You said like make a canoe, and then you like did a rhyme about chewing, but you could have said like canoeing. canoeing. Yeah, it would have been. Fun. You said I made, I made a canoe because that's what I was doing, and then I took the canoe and started chewing. You could have started canoeing. <laughs> But like, no, look, look, look. Was, we had a lot of fun. We're, it was we're, we're armchair rappers. Right, we're, yeah. we're, we're, it's we're, easy. We're Monday morning rappers. It's easy from over here. It's easy to be a Monday morning rapper. <laughs> <laughs> Which is certainly the title of this episode. You know, it's that time of year when uh, that, that people associate with uh, getting underwear for the holidays. How many times have you reached into your stocking above the fireplace and pulled out inferior underwear? Most of the time, I would say. Well, just underwear itself, even if it's, I don't know, not inferior, it, 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 it's just regular underwear. It's a, it's a, you have to force yourself through the, the, you know, fake gratitude because a regular underwear is a shitty gift. It's a garbage because it's like a, usually a big, burlap sack made of cotton so uh, what you're getting from... at is that it's not just underwear but it's the badness of the specific underwear that makes the gift impractical and poor yeah so here's what i'm suggesting let's take back the holidays this year and let's just all give ourselves superior underwear for which we are grateful you're talking about me undies i'm talking about me undies it's a holiday miracle of softness next to your butt the M is for modal, the microfiber softer than cotton, the E is for elastic bands that are snug. This holiday season, I don't care if you're Christian, if you're Muslim, if you're Jewish, whatever, you know. We care a little bit if you're Jewish. We care a little bit, but in it, that's Because all. we want to thank you for creating the religion that, that are, uh, the, the sequel to which we all uh, grew up on. 
Well, let's not. Let's stay on topic. Are you worried that your your underwear is too Zionist? <laughs> Do you want a two state policy for your balls? <laughs> let's all make an agreement this holiday season that we stop giving each other terrible underwear. That's it's been going on for too long. Dan, remember a couple years ago when I opened up my Christmas present from you? And I pretended, I, I, I feigned enjoyment about the terrible underwear that you gave me. Right, yeah. but what you really wanted was natural, sustainably sourced fiber-based underwear. Of course, Spencer. That's what everybody wants. And now we've found out that it's possible. All you got to do is go to MeUndies this holiday season to get your exclusive 20% off the softest underwear and socks you will ever uh, wear. I haven't checked out the MeSocks socks. I yet. want these socks. Free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee. You go to MeUndies.com. MeUndies made underwear the perfect gift that everyone is going to love you for. It's a goddamn holiday miracle. This year, don't give underwear. Give me undies. Have yourself a micromodal Christmas. Let your balls hang down. Cradle them with sustainable, eco-friendly fibers. Just hear those undies jingling with a micromodal tingling, too. I got a diamond pouch. Put your junk inside. I could vouch for you. As Jesus hung from the cross, bleeding to death over three days. <laughs> he must have wished he could be down, let alone wear comfortable hey, Dad, underwears. That's me com slash Harmontown. Uh, let's bring Steve Levy to the stage. Oh, yeah, Levy. Oh. Give me some Levy. Steve to the leave. What's up, Steve? Hey. Yeah. What's up? What's going down, baby? How easy is it to show people my new favorite game? Um, Chris, can we? If I have it plugged in here, can it? Can it be so, done? Stevie, how's your love life? No, oh, come on. <laughs> Did you just call me Stevie? Yep, it's oh. a portmanteau. I love it. My, I didn't um, do it on purpose. My family, when I was a kid, they used to call me Stevie Levy. Right. I can imagine. I got it up on my. Yeah, but that's that's wanna... that's their fault. That's kind of a that's kind of a monopoly guy. So for the folks at home. A we name is going to rhyme with the last name. You, you, that's not being clever. Three old I mean, people on a Steven, screen. Steven, I don't know. Yeah. Two of these It's like naming your kid Robbie your Schraub. Age. Come on, don't make me feel that old. I mean old oh, in terms of historical. Look at this game. It's like a crafting game. What's it called? i gotta, I got to figure out the name. Which, what's this one called? Dawn of Crafting. Dawn of Crafting. So what's the what's the what's the purpose? So here? We got three guys. We got like an inventory. So you're sheet a caveman and, a and you take these interface. things. And then you can craft, right? So I got a rock and then another rock and you craft. Oh, okay. Ooh, oh. what'd you make? Well, okay. And then you can, you can you make that a knife and then you can take the, you can take the um, knife and you could probably slice some vegetables. What, what? See, and then you, oh, let's see, that's a new thing I learned, sliced eggplant. Oh, so so you learn new recipes. And why you, why are those leaves flying like by at the background? Is that just for fun? Oh, it's ambience. Yeah. Well, maybe that's showing the wind direction. Are you in a straw hut? Yeah. Oh shit. We'll see. I don't. Are I don't you all really. three of those guys, or are you playing? You're playing the the the, the, the wizard. Yeah. I mean, I, I am all three of them. I look. I'm not. I'm not giving it a good. Uh, people. People are gonna think it's a dumb game, but it's not. It's cool. All no, right. people are digging it. All right. That's enough. Spencer, do you do you remember that game on like MS DOS where you you play as cavemen and you try to? There's like a wheel. No. It's called Dawn of Crafting. If you are 
even remotely uh, a fan of crafting. <laughs> Dan, is there any danger of dinosaurs coming and attacking this crafting situation? No, it's not written by a Christian. Oh, yeah, right. That's so confusing. Yeah. Look, I just downloaded this sound effects app three minutes before showtime, and I didn't really have a time to to vet these sounds. You're doing everything right. <laughs> All right, Levy, well, we got to talk about love life. No, Levy, what's what's going on in Levy's romantic situation? <laughs> There's uh, not much. Every time Steve comes up. It's not we much happening. I told you, give me time. Then maybe I'll have something to report. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I yeah. I, Did I you, wanna... do, do you guys see? Speaking of spe- speaking of our sexy friends like Steve Levy, did you know that Kumail Nanjiani is today's People Magazine Hot Guy of the Day? Oh like, yeah, he, 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 which of the I, day. I think puts him in the running for the hottest man of the, the year. Running, oh, yeah. are they picking three hundred sixty-five? I don't know. I, I don't know how the whole thing works, but there's a picture of him having breakfast in bed with leather leather pillows. And uh, he's got, like, grapes and three cocktails, and he's he's looking good. Well, he'll probably handle that well. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? No. You know know. who he is. Last time he was on the show, he came out with a crown on his head, and his movie wasn't even out yet. That was just Silicon Valley. Uh, That guy is, you know, we're all going to be working for him. Yeah. What's it like to be less famous than uh, than one of your friends? It's it's not it's it's I'm not jealous. I uh, it just hurts <laughs> to see other people succeed. That's what can you delineate the difference between jealousy and it yeah? I don't know. To- I think it's some kind of condition I have. I just experience physical pain when other people succeed. Right. So I don't, it's not jealousy. Jealousy <laughs> is a bad quality. <laughs> <laughs> you just can't enjoy your friends doing well. I do enjoy it, but it hurts. Okay. God, it hurts. It, it physically hurts me. You need some uh, some cupping. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, this guy's <laughs> cupping. <laughs> All right. That, so, that sound effect implies that I was going to cup you with my dick. So right. Levy's not Levy's not talking. Uh, not talking. What do you want to talk about, Levy? No, he's, just, he's just being. He's just being. Uh, he's being bashful. Like you know, he's being. Let's give Steve sixty seconds to talk about whatever subject or subjects he would like. <laughs> Go. Uh, uh, no one else talk. So the the the, the Miami Hurricanes won yesterday. Oh, Big awesome! Game. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It was a it was a big rivalry, Catholics yeah. versus convicts. You guys know about the that? Oh yeah, I saw, I saw that documentary that that ESPN the thirty for thirty, 30 yeah, for thirty, exactly, yeah, 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 and it's, I'm yeah. a Miami Hurricane, and we stomped out Notre Dame. So you're a convict. I'm a convict. Yeah. yeah. Do they so do, do they own that or is that totally bullshit? Like do they do, do, do like do they kind of embrace that as oh, a joke? Oh, they embrace it. Like oh, yeah. even the even the announcers during the game are like, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> mentioning it, yeah. Is it Notre Dame, you said? Yeah. Yeah. And every, so they invented this thing this year where every turnover, which is like where they force change of possession. Yeah, the change of possession. So when the other team has the ball and they intercept it or recover a fumble, uh, whatever player forces the, the turnover, the turnover, they get this giant golden chain with the U on it, the turnover chain, and then they wear it. It's like, Eight pounds or something apparently. during the game. During the game, no, no, they don't wear it on the field, but okay. they wear it on the sideline, oh, and they're okay. like, they get their moment. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah, I Dan, you ever check out a thirty for thirty? A thirty for thirty? No. Yeah. 
you might like it. It's the narrative part of sports, not the sports part. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I'm watching the one. I, I'm halfway through the one about Ric Flair. Have you watched that one? That, no, that no, is, that sounds crazy. really interesting. It's, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's called Nature Boy, and it's really good because I, this, I didn't know that much about Ric Flair and what his life was like. But like, I, I don't know. He, I mean, he's still with us, and he still he still looks like Ric Flair. But like, uh, he like there's there's still teams that in their war, in their locker room warm up chant like his like ring banter like when he would come into the ring and grab the microphone they quote rick flair that's how much of an impact he had on like sports as celebrity right and now he's like a yoga guy right (laughs) don't spoil it for me spencer rick flair was the guy who whose catchphrase was woo That's the chance. But he go like I'm the wee- I'm the wheeling dealing kiss stealing you know like Glockenspielen. He didn't say that one. I made that up. <laughs> that would be great. But I w- that'd be amazing if he was Glockenspielen. Because <laughs> catchphrases hadn't been, you know, the 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 that industry wasn't in full swing yet. So well, you had your catchphrase could just be woo. You already had Muhammad <laughs> Ali, but he was certainly standing on Muhammad Ali's shoulders, and he kind of I think not ripped him off, but certainly was doing his his silver haired riff on that. But, uh, yeah, he was, you know, just, like, cheating on his wife all the time and doing, you know, like, like drinking a lot and, and wrestling a lot and saying woo a lot. But it's a good documentary. What do you guys do when you go home at night? Like, <laughs> every Vide- night? Video games and sleep or emails or something like that. Church and I will get in the couch and we'll watch, like, Chop Jr. and fucking yell at the TV. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Chop Jr. is so much better than Chop. It's not even funny. Is that the one with the kids? Yeah. yeah. So my brother, you know how they do fantasy sports, like fantasy football and sure. stuff? Sure. No. They, do, they draft in the beginning of the season. Ah! All of his friends go in and they get, I think, f- five kids and they all put money in. And then it's whoever's kid ends up <sighs> winning gets See, the pot. I, I, I'm not a fantasy sports fan. I, I, I don't do that uh, but I, I could get down on that yeah that yeah. sounds great yeah. we they, should we they should have a blast a they all get around they watch the episodes together and are yelling at each other when the kids are like screwing up cooking and stuff <laughs> yeah. i feel like you guys are having more f- uh fun living than me like here you, okay dan you, i agree what do you do I, when I you go like home i don't have fun either well i just well, cody and i we, we like we, we just like being together we watch uh we if we watch something we'll watch like a true crime thing but there are then we'll, we'll we'll just listen to one of a list of podcasts and things but yeah that sounds really boring spending time with loved ones i'm just saying i'm not talking about you guys are having more fun i guess i mean like you guys seem like you're in a better mood than me that's what i meant tonight like like lately, you know, like I, I've I've been I've been I've been feeling like, like like with very little variation, like I've been like like getting closer and closer to just like I just just about the world. I'm just so deeply cynical. Like I just yeah. hate yeah. people so. But I much. feel like you've been pretty good. I feel like you've been in a in a good place. Well, I think. Of that. Well, there's an irony there, though, that's like kind of deceptive because I, I think I truly like have kind of given up on humanity. So once you've done that, you get in bad moods less because you're like, oh, you're not, you're, they're not letting you down anymore, uh, and I, you're not like striving to accomplish anything. I, I, I'm just like, <laughs> oh, I live on a planet of fucking drooling, babbling animals. I, I know that I'm in a worse mood <clears throat> generally lately than I have been probably ever, and yeah. I don't know if that's just the ravages of time or the, the or the 
the fact that we have a moron, uh, illiterate douchebag president who constantly every day makes us uh, embarrassed to be alive. I have a theory slash rant about like, I, I, I don't know, you know, we've learned so much about psychology recently, you know, for the longest time, we haven't understood psychology and sociology on the level we have and like trauma and how that impacts the brain and stuff. But, the, you know, there's obviously been human atrocities and terrible tragedies and trying times through all of human history and stuff. But I don't know how often we've been able to really think about it on that level. I wonder if, you know, this sort of stuff has an effect on people historically. Like if you went back to, I don't know, like the Great Leap Forward or something or Holocaust times, if, if people weren't also feeling like that, you know, just generally more agitated, more at odds with people. I wonder if that's I, something that's happening. If I, I would say that. it probably certainly does. Like it's like, like a low grade PTSD. If you look like the, all, all, this, I, these giant uh, protests and uh, this, all those Nazis at 60,000 fucking. Yeah, yeah. that's like, so terrifying. crazy. Like, like the, that's, Jesus that, Christ. That, that, that's an unhappy world saying, fix it, fix it, fix it. Like, like Wait, get, where was it? What are you talking about? Warsaw 60,000 oh, yeah, yeah. proudly Nazi. protesting. Yeah, that's when I really checked out, man. I saw, I was like, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm Polish. Like, like I, 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 like, I. Racist. Pol, 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 Polish people are. We're, we're the original Nazi victims. I mean, we're like, like we were getting picked on. Like, like my ancestors fled that shit. Like, it, it, it it's like. It's fuck. It's fucking insane. The entire city of Warsaw was bombed into oblivion. Like, there's, there's probably not. A, a, more than a couple buildings that that are still standing pre nineteen forty, you know four, uh, the whole place just got annihilated. It just makes me check out, you know. Like I don't, I don't. There's nothing. It's just so much bigger than all of us, you know. It's yeah. so it's so inexorable, and so you just want to go. Well, shit. I should have I should have spent the last year, you know, sticking to my elliptical and actually like building a doomsday shelter and all this stuff because <laughs> it's not gonna take. It's not, it didn't happen overnight, so I kept snapping back out of it and going, things will be okay. But, like, it's just, like, it, the truth is, or at least feels like, that it's, like, okay, we're on, like, a five-year slide into hell on Earth in one form or another, whether it's nuclear annihilation or just, like, fucking, like, total, like, global fascist, um, uh, 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 coups resulting in like a crazy like I, I I can't tell which is going to be worse like the war version of it or the peace version of it where but like in any case like just like the the definition of inhumanity like getting so much uh, harder to meet in other words like atrocity becoming more and more tolerable and people pulling back more and more uh, like I just like I saw that those that photo of Poland like it's uh, just like I'm yeah, just it looks out. like Mordor I'm just out yeah I can't what am I supposed to do throw a tin can at it like what how am I supposed to brush my teeth why, why how can I give a fuck like the people have spoken like they don't they want to die all right, so anyways, so Steve, we were, who are you uh, seeing right now? Anybody? You got a you got a squeeze on the side? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything currently. I sat next I to a seventy-three-year-old lesbian woman. I saw uh, this. This is good. 
Um, this is good. <laughs> At the bar, on where our flight was delayed, and she was a heavy. She 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 was just, she started chatting me up because we were both kettle one drinkers, and uh, and and also the no lime thing. She heard me on the plane, like making a big deal out of it, and um, but the, the guy in the plane. Did you hear the guy? I go, I go, I go, no lime, and the guy's like, uh huh, yeah, and I go, no lime, and he goes like. Yeah, and I go like I can't stress this enough. No lime, and he's like, "All right." And then when he brought brought maybe me the he, maybe drink, maybe he heard your raps about how many pusses you ate with a little bit. He of He brought lime. me the drink back, and he goes like, "Did someone on this flight put, give you a lime?" Like he like like giving me two. It was like motherfucker. Like he, no no not this flight. What do you got? What do you got? Flight patriotism. Someone in your fucking airline every goddamn time. The the the, the flight out there. Like this is what happens every uh, no no lime. Uh, 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 yeah, uh, and, and then come back. I, I got a shish kebab of limes, because like steeped, like remember, swished around. They remember you said lime, and I yeah, said, I said, said, I said, I, I, I go, I go, I go, I, go, I, I you got it. I said no lime, and she goes, oh, all I heard was lime. I, okay. All right, look, language doesn't work that way. All I heard was lime. If, if, if all I heard was uh, uh, now boarding. And I just decided to get on the plane. You'd fucking beat my ass like you did that one guy when you wanted to make money. Like, 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 like you you expect me to hear more than uh, the words that I feel like hearing. Fuck you, United Airlines. Fuck you. You fucking fuck all airlines. Fucking cartel. Especially United there. I got though. I got I got found someone to be angry about. But the guy's like he was just like, did someone? Is that like the 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 offense? Like, why are you offended? I'm the fucking victim here, man. I'm the one that's getting limes put in all my shit all the time. I'm the fucking lime lime guy. You're not. You're just a dude that's like wondering why I really need you to know no lime in it. You fuck. Whenever we, I get soda, like I always ask for just the can and not the glass because if you ask for the glass, they'll just put like four ounces of soda and then keep the can, and then they never do that. And mm. it's like you're you're not even going somewhere else. You're just reaching in to grab a can, and you, I don't know. I hate restaurants that. Uh, <laughs> What, 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 that like you, when you order delivery and they have Diet Coke on their menu and then they you, you order a Diet Coke, you're like, that sounds great. Uh, and they, 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 they bring you a taped up ass fucking plastic thing filled with ice. It's like probably represents like two ounces of, of actual Diet Coke from a soda fountain instead of a can. Give me a can of Diet Coke. It's right. taped up. Well, yeah, they tape it up because, you know. So, so it doesn't you, spill? Yeah, because they have to put all this effort into s- saving money. Uh, just give me a can of Coke, you knobs. Dan, <clears throat> uh, Church points out, uh, like, there's, there are things to be uh, happy about. Were you, were, were you heartened at all by the fact that we, like, on these last elections, people. Uh, yeah, there's a, I, well, you know, that's a what. Sikh, uh, trans people, lesbians, Black Lives Matter people. That's what the 73 year old lesbian and I did talk about. Where, like, I, I, but I honest, I have to be perfectly honest with you. I, 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 the timing of this is like, I was, I was checked out. Like, I, I wasn't. I wasn't there for that victory mentally. I, I, I heard about it third hand, you know, like like after the fact because I wasn't following it. I wasn't rooting for anything. I wasn't I wasn't invested. I was like numb. But that is great to hear. It is. And it's great to hear that that guy molested a 14 year old. That's my <laughs> It is great. So did you see? Did you see the guy? The guy with the I retweeted that guy with the hammer. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I stole your your no, thing because I like I I just go. I'm through not doing stuff. any jokes. I just I'm just so angry. Like I got that's, so I, many I'm just retweets, yelling though. at people all the time. This on is Twitter about the now. guy taking a Keurig. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> expensive owns. thing that he bought. 
Keurig has his money. Here's my question. <laughs> he took a hammer out, which is the least. Which I believe I want to know. I'm, I'm trying to piece together the narrative. Like I want to take out index cards and, and with each fact that we know, because one of them is that he owns that machine. One of them is that he. I I, I won't say what wants to, you know loves fucking children. Like, but he <laughs> he he he. We he, won't go that far. But 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 we know he might that not he, love he, he supports children. Hannity. Like so that's one index card, and then he's other things. Yeah. So did, I, I was thinking like, is this is did it become his favorite show because of the the uh, child fucking uh, support or or was it already his favorite show and then and then and then he saw and then Hannity came on the episode and was like I think that it's okay that this guy fucked a kid or tried to fuck a kid tried to fuck four kids um uh it, it's fine it was 40 years ago and hey look kids are kids they, they like they know what they're doing they know what they signed up for when they turned 14 and, and 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 the guy was like watching it and he was like fucking a finally like a show that's talking my language and then the commercials came out and the coffee maker commercial came out and said like wouldn't you like a delicious cup of kurgan coffee cougar 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 ran coffee and and he was like fuck the, i i like Corgan. i do i love coffee or he hates coffee but he went out and was like i, was like, I want to support Gotta this support sponsor Hannity. yeah <laughs> and then and then he brings it home and he's like sipping it he's like oh, i'm not even a coffee fan but i i, I gotta I, I just love fucking kids and then and then and then the and then he saw the news and he's like god damn it some guy, I, I I made a joke like a tweet about like you know I I I've always refused to make coffee out of any machine that by a company that isn't one hundred percent into pedophilia, and then, uh, <laughs> and then some guy responded and it, and logically whoever it is I did block him because I read some of his other stuff and I didn't dig it, uh, but but what he said was fine to start a conversation but I just know where the conversation is going to lead and it was uh, oh so if I accused you of molesting me when I was 14 you wouldn't want your friends and family to presume you innocent and protect you until blah 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 uh, nice to know if you didn't say the nice to know thing I might have I might have replied and like not in instantly blocked him but the thing is, like, your presumption of innocence thing, yes, of course, everyone's presumed innocent. I mean, is, 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 innocent until, uh, is presumed innocent until, until proven guilty. But not Obama. When he admitted he, when, when it. He, was, he, was he a Muslim. admitted it. He admitted it. They're like, here's these kids. They're coming forward. They're saying he touched me. He goes on television. I never dated any daughters underage without their mother's permission. Yeah. That's admitting it. He admitted it. He like, it's it. not even alleged. He fucking did it. And he didn't and say, I didn't buy anybody acting. any beers. Yeah, no, but that's saying I did it. Yeah. But, like, people are saying, oh, he admitted it. Like, I, I, we, Bill Cosby hasn't been proven guilty. Um, 9,000 women said he raped them. Bill I, I, Cosby you, hasn't admitted it. Yeah. You go, yeah, but exactly. But. To his credit. <laughs> <laughs> He's a if fighter. You, if you, uh, listeners, if you, if you take one lesson away from tonight's show, keep, it, keep your mouth shut. Um, no, okay, but does, does Keurig make money off the K-Cups? I thought any company can make K-Cups. They make the machine. Right, so... So they're not continuing to make dollars after the purchase because you get your K-Cups from, you know, anywhere. He could have got K-Cups from a pedophile company and, right. and, and, and actually really stuck it to Keurig. In <laughs> yeah. A way. Somebody, I don't know who it is, somebody, if you, you can find it on my Twitter replies to that tweet. I forget who it is. Someone said, uh, that's why I get all my coffee from chock full of Nambla. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I would have said chock full of underage nuts. But. The thing that I think is really funny is is the idea of of 
boycotting a company for pulling its sponsorship. I think that's really funny. Like, because we're not really, that's, a, that's, a, it's, a, it's already too complicated. Yeah, like, if you want, th- you my... don't think the company already did the math on this? <laughs> like, like, they're the ones with the most at stake. You're so dumb, you're smashing your own property, uh, thinking it's punishing someone. They, they have, accountants like and pr people like they crunched the numbers and said look i wish we weren't in this situation but the truth is we make a penny more in the long run if we don't sponsor the pedophile show and and but but also the funny thing about it is it's like you're you're punishing you're punishing the free market you're punishing like you're punishing like a company just going just not doing anything you're just they're going like well we just I don't want a, a lot of people pulling our sponsors a lot of people's beef is that that, that it's, it's it looks like the optics of it looked like that Keurig pulled their sponsorship after tweets like like yeah, yeah. so 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 say they did how the fuck do you want a corporation to behave that's that's what so i mean liber- Jeff- liberals aren't this insane you know like like there's a lot of dumb liberals like like like, like 85% of everybody is everybody's moron, overreacting but, to everything at all times but it's, it's but it's just yeah. like they imitate the right imitates the left in 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 and it's like just like bizarro but they don't understand it's like you re- you realize that they're sociopaths cuz you go like you don't understand anything then because like it's different to say oh these are it was like like this is the list of sponsors for this thing that we don't like. Okay, Uber, you're you're in the crosshairs. We're not going to take Uber. Okay, everybody, I'm deleting my Uber app. Here's a video of me deleting it. Hey, don't don't sponsor Uber because Uber sponsors this thing. And then you wait for Uber to cave or to cave. And then like this idea of because they don't they don't even have that. They can't go to shows that aren't supporting pedophilia and then well, and the say like I'm going to stop using your rideshare service until you support. That's why Jeff's joke is so perfect, because what are you trying to say other than I only support companies who defend pedophilia monetarily? Yeah. I mean, it's pretty insane. It is insane. I I only want coffee. Everyone should have the right to defend pedophilia and make me a delicious cup of coffee. Right. It's it's an absurd position, but that's their espoused position by their admission. I I love people throwing their, their expensive machinery off of a landing, like onto the sidewalk. And it's like it's not heavy enough to be dramatic. Yeah. Also, the guy's hammer thing. It's like there's a lot of internal cuts in that. There's a lot of internal oh, edits. So oh yeah. Can make it look he, like he magic. Probably had to go like, oh shit, I need a, I need, I need some water. Like I gotta hydrate. This is taking forever. Like there's a lot of inter- internal cuts where the thing keeps moving around. And like, yeah, that guy bothered to reply to me after I was like. You know, aren't you supposed to be using a bat? What's with the goggles? And then he was like, I was trying to show how silly something is or like something like that. Like he was being ironic about it, but he wasn't because all he was talking about is how it was alleged and we can't do this. Yeah. But then he was saying he was making a joke. It's like you're clearly not making a joke. I, I, I convicted don't know him of wearing sandals is. and socks and, uh, and, and, and a helmet. Yeah, that's the you want shoes. If you're going to be hammering something at your feet, you don't need fucking a hard hat. What's it's gonna I, fall on I, your fucking head. I just also love the idea. I'm that so mad. Boycotts don't work by you throwing out the thing that you already paid for. Like no, that, that, I mean that, that was the Starbucks <laughs> boycott. Was the same thing. You're gonna say Merry Christmas. We're gonna fucking buy coffee. <laughs> All of it. Capitalism doesn't work when you demand the corporations pay fealty to your ideological agenda. It doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. Like it's a, a boycott is a is a reaction when you when you're 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 you're, you're protesting a company. You're trying to say let's hit them where it hurts in their wallet so you go to the sponsor and say we are not going to support your company as long as you continue to make it financially possible for this person to blah 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 that makes 
sense. <laughs> Nothing makes sense about the idea that that coffee company is supposed to feel bad or punished for not doing something they don't feel like doing. Like they they stopped advertising during the show because so, so you're saying like from now on it's important that corporations really toe the line. It's important that they 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 it's like like so so you're a communist. You're a fucking like what are you? Right. Like like you're not a capitalist. You're not you're Aren't you going to be lecturing me about the free market two days from now? Isn't this whole thing about fucking money? You suck at business. You're an idiot. You think we're going to we're going to make money as a country in a world where you demand coffee machines, love pedophilia or else you should demand that they like coffee. Brother, because otherwise the country's going to go broke, man. Like, 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 it just doesn't, I don't, I can't do it anymore. I'm going to fucking shoot my dogs and then myself. Your dogs will be fine. No. Well, I'll shoot myself and let my dogs eat me like in Gerald's game. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the dogs will be fine. Then, 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 they'll, then they'll just die or, or go feral and, you know, kick ass. I mean, that probably, they're probably going to be fine. Like, probably someone Harvey, else will own them. No, Nigel will be fine. Harvey won't know what the fuck to do on his own. He'll die in the first... Harvey, Harvey won't eat me. Harvey, Harvey will watch Nigel eat me to the fucking bone. <laughs> Nigel, Nigel, I think, if I sleep too late, Nigel would start nibbling my earlobes. <laughs> Nigel's, Nigel's, Nigel, a, Nigel's from the streets. Nigel's a fucking hardcore Echo Park baller. <laughs> he doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't, yeah. he, he, he doesn't, he doesn't even, it was just nice because when I come home from a long trip, like Harvey will, you know, like Harvey went through a submissive peeing phase. Like Harvey is very emotionally peed over all of my shoes. Like, um, vulnerable and stuff like that. Harvey is very emp empathic when Nigel does something wrong and I yell at Nigel, Harvey like go goes and is sad for Nigel and shit. But like, that's, it's nice though. Cause it's like, it has its advantages. Cause I, I come home from a long trip and Nigel's just like, just same expression on his face. He's just like, who are you? Do you want to play fetch? You know, like he doesn't get it, but Harvey, yeah, Harvey's, Harvey's very connected is he still eating the crash out of your meandies yeah i mean he'll yeah i, I i've been trained to i i take better care of my underwear now. <laughs> you leave your undies in the air like he's a bear with with food you, you have to hide <laughs> your stuff like on a, on a high shelf i put everything up as high as i can yeah that's great yeah i'm glad to hear that <laughs> yeah i mean you could just use like drawers like you know where people put their underwear away all right you toss your dirty underwear into some drawers <laughs> Are you guys, my mom? No, I mean, I'm saying that's a bad idea. Like, oh. Get all your clothes. Oh, yeah, smelly. dirty underwear in the drawer, yeah. Yeah, that'd yeah. be weird. Oh, yeah, well, no, I you, have a hamper. A hamper, there you go. <sighs> yeah, I wasn't going to make fun it, of that. It, that it, is sense. he nefarious enough to get into a hamper? Would he knock a hamper over to get into those sweet, delicious poopy undies? I don't know. Yeah, I don't think he's done that yet, but sometimes sometimes I swear, I'm like, I'm like, there's no way I left these underwear out. Like, like I don't know. It's it's There's still, like, plausible deniability, though, like, where, oh, maybe I left them on the sh the, the bathroom floor. But yeah, he 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 does some fucked up shit, man. Like, like he knows it's wrong too. Like he, it's so oh, crazy yeah. how dogs no, know exactly what they're not supposed to do, and then they're just—it's so weird. Like you you leave the room, and then they're just like they're up on a counter, like eating a bowl of cheese yeah. dip, and, and then and then you come in, and they're just like <clears throat> Nigel's <laughs> crazy in that too. Like <laughs> Nigel, you can tell a difference when he knows he's being observed and when he doesn't think he's being observed. Like it's really interesting. Yeah, he probably just wants attention, like a naughty child. Well, they, no, they, he. Wants to get away with things oh. like he knows what he'll be you know told not to do and yeah i had a I, 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 cody's dog is staying with us a lot 
now, Barbara, and uh, Cody was gone, and I was just sitting the Cody's three dogs. Cody's dogs and Barbara? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and I'm playing uh, uh, Mario, and then I hear this, like, crash. And I think, oh, God, Barbara probably, maybe the doggy door's barricaded. Um, Barbara maybe knocked the, the barricade over. Maybe she's hurt, you know. It's a crash that was. I just. I. I. I was assuming it was coming from one place, and I walked from the room where I was playing the video game down towards where I assumed the crash was coming from, and along the way, I passed my bedroom where Harvey and Nigel are both going like. They just, it's just so funny looking back at it because it's like at the time I was like I just noticed it but like wasn't thinking the, the the two of them just had this expression on their faces like 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 the the expression you'd have if you were doing a line of coke at a party and somebody like walked in you know they just kind of like were like they just had, had this like weird forced yeah, yeah. like like casualness to them <laughs> like they're like what's up what's up well, did you hear something and, and, and then I and then I went downstairs and there was a, the the doggy door was fine and Barbara was fine. And then I'm like, wait a minute, you two, and I, and, I, and went up to the bedroom where they were like, like straightening their ties and hanging out as I walked past, and it was like, were they humping? What the fuck did they even do? There was like, there, there was a picture of me turned over on the nightstand, like, 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 and there was a, there was a, there was a bunch of beverages in in the drawer of Cody's nightstand, and uh, it was just like, 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 it was like they were like, I don't know, were they like making a fort or a bomb? Well, it, 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 the story didn't really end that great, but it was like, it's just, it's just funny that those guys were They're like inspiring. Yeah, I like it. With 10 Tony nominations, including Best Musical, the New York Post says Something Rotten is a big, fat hit. This hilarious new show tells the story of two brothers who are desperate to write their own hit play while the rock star Shakespeare keeps getting all the hits. When a local soothsayer foretells that the future of theater involves singing, dancing, and acting at the same time, the brothers set out to write the world's very first musical. With its heart on its ruffled sleeve and sequins in its soul, New York Magazine says Something Rotten is The Producers meets Spamalot meets The Book of Mormon. It begins November 21st. Uh, The tickets are at the AmundsenTheater.org. That's the Amundsen Theater. Now through December 31st, tickets at AmundsenTheater.org. Now we return you to podcast. <laughs> Something rotten. You'll float too. Steve, how's your love life? You guys hear about these Chinese murder fans? <laughs> All right. Well, did, what, what did we did we talk through the D and D time? Or no, 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 we're we good. No, okay. let's, let's discuss. I've been I've been away a while, and uh, I, Brandon uh, he told me he just texted me and said he turned me into a caterer. He was great. He, um, he said he turned. He got a lot of snacks for us. Yeah, apparently I, I'm. I'm Ms. Chad. The firelaker is now Chad, the, the snack bringer. Yeah, he cooked I mean, us some beef jerky. I don't know how canon that was. It wasn't beef jerky. Oh, I guess it was beef jerky. It was myrrh balls. Was the main thing. Myrrh balls. Which I was it like myrrh, like the herb, or like the the gift to Jesus. Same thing. Anyway, um, you know, Fernet Branca has myrrh in it. Really? Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> I can taste it just thinking about it. <laughs> I don't know it. It's so strong. Is. It's like a. It, they, they, oh yeah, it's you're like Jewish. an essence. They gave of, it to it's, Jesus. Like a, it's like an essence from like a root or a tree, and it's like kind of a, like a very precious sap and uh, preservative and, nice. and perfume and like kind of a healer kind of thing. Did I talk about good. Floyd the Tree Whisperer uh, last I episode? I don't okay. think so. There's there's shit going down with the the. Uh, is that the guy that we you waited for on Sunday? The eucalyptus tree. Is yeah. this the Bootsons? 
Yeah. Well, it's. I mean, this is the. Remember when she talked about the of a well-respected arborist or whatever? Like, yeah, it was an episode. I, I met that guy, and he. Uh, yeah, I could swear I talked about this though. I feel like you did. Yeah, I heard about, it, but I just don't remember if it was on the show or not. Yeah, I don't remember if it was on the show. Not yeah, on the show. I thought so. Well, this dude came out who looks like a teamster in a sleeveless shirt, but then I started noticing things like like his his tattoos were kind of. Like, sorry, that was I just I hit that by mistake. That was not. Uh, well, I just noticed he had tattoos, so that, so even though he looked kind of straight laced, but then and then also he had like blue nail polish on it with like yellow moons on the like somebody somebody had spent time on his nails, and uh, and then he's he's talking about the tree and how he he can tell me if the tree needs to be cut down, which it does because it's dead. But then he, 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 he needed to talk to the tree for a second. And as he stepped forward, he I realized that the shirt he was wearing was a uh, Gal Gadot uh, Wonder Woman shirt. It was, like, it was just the front didn't have anything on it. But then the back, that was like, just the greatest like reveal that he was wearing this like Wonder Woman shirt the whole time. But he went over to talk to the tree. He talked to the tree. He's like, he's like, this tree is like really sad and dying and dead and like. When, it's, did he put his hand on it? Like, how does he dead. talk to it? Well, yeah, I know. Well, I, I didn't. I that was my mistake not his but he also showed us he's like this is dangerous there's like this shit on it like this kind of rot that um it's like a fungus that grows on dead uh wood and it like if 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 the neighbor's kid like started playing with it it could get really sick like it could it could create he said he got he almost died once because he inhaled a bunch of it and it like grows a fungus in your lungs and stuff and is that when a tree attacks that's well this i mean the tree has just been dying for a for a long time it's like you know it's hollow you can i mean it's like the roots aren't even connected to the trunk it's it's just this giant eucalyptus tree that's like leaning towards my neighbor's house and ready to fall on it. Damn, what, eight thousand dollars it will cost to cut it down. What? Do you split that? I don't know. They have a landlord. You should I, light it. On is, fire. is the worry that it will fall over and crash into your like like into your house and kill everybody? Yeah. It, uh, it will. It will. What, it will one day fall on my neighbor's house. We had to cut down when I was a kid. I grew up with these giant eucalyptus trees in our neighborhood when I was a little kid in Tustin, and there was like the garage and like that side of the house. And like a five foot gap, and then the house, and then in between that was a hill with a giant, like you know, hundred foot eucalyptus tree. This giant tree, and they cut it down, and it fell exactly in between. They, they, these these pros came in and did all this math and all this stuff, and checked the windage and all this shit, and it went boom right in between the houses. Damn. If it had gone a foot either way, it would have destroyed something. Yeah, I don't think amazing. they do it like that anymore. I think they do it in chunks from yeah. the top down. Yeah, and that's why Floyd won't be a part of it. Floyd, Floyd he said, see it. he said, I've come here to tell you that the tree wants to be, needs to be cut down, needs to be, you know, put out of its misery or whatever, and uh, I won't do it myself. I won't take that money. I won't take that job because I, I, he, he said he characterized it like as he's gotten older, he's learned to empathize with humans almost as much as trees. And so <laughs> he's really worried about the day laborers that you bring in to like these guys climb up. If you've if you've ever seen these people bring down a big tree in Los Angeles, it's harrowing. Yeah, um, I, 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 I understand what he's saying completely. I can't believe that anyone asks anyone to do that job. It's insane. Like they go up with these with w- w- ropes and and they're just chainsawing shit up there. 
air and they're tying things. It's just like it looks like a Cirque du Soleil act, but but designed to kill a human. And uh, so he doesn't want any part of that. But he demanded uh, that I notify him when we do decide to cut the tree down because he wants to come out and do a memorial service. So which I definitely will be like recording. And, <laughs> I will I will I will not be mocking it. I th- I, I but I will be I will be sharing it with as many people as possible cuz I cuz this guy's definitely a very interesting dude. That's pretty pretty weird. I kept making jokes and he was just he's just one of those guys. It's like my jokes were not landing with this guy, you know. <laughs> like I I was I was like, "Man, I feel really bad like cuz I feel like I'm a party to this because I moved into this house and I, I replaced the pipes. There were clay pipes from 1929. I mean, like this tree must have been so excited when I moved in, taking all my nacho shits and stuff, and now and then I replaced the pipes with plastic. So it's probably like uh, that's probably part of what you know. I, I starved it out. Yeah. It was it was roots were growing into my pipes and causing the the sewage to back up into my bathtub. Let's play a little of uh, this D&D, shall we? All right. D&D. Uh, Dan, uh, while Spencer uh, hands down the uh, the character sheets, what was the sound that when, when you heard Barbara and Nigel knocking things over? Like, Did you hear some sort of crash in the background? Yeah. Yeah? I mean, I think it was this. Was it a little, did it go a little something like this? Or maybe when you heard that, did you give a? Did you make this response? <laughs> and then, and then you go. Oh, I had a lot to eat today, so. <laughs> <laughs> did did oh, my man. dick just take a shit? This is comedy you cannot find anywhere else. This is top notch. <laughs> this is, this is, public radio level. FM. I guess not public. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I mean, it's been a bad episode, but... This is good. This then, is what the people want. Oh, hello. Dan Harmon. Oh, shit. A dinosaur's on the phone. That sounds like a plane. Nobody wants a dinosaur on the fucking phone. I think we will. We, we need to add the uh, functionality where we can, we can have... We can just go to the uh, subscribers and they can ask questions up on the screen and then we can answer them. That'd be great. We're so, working on it. Yeah, we will work harder. This is, this is only going to work on the people who are subscribing live, but just once again, Callie is doing a Kickstarter. It's only got two days left. It seems like she might not make it. So donate. It's important to me because we're financially linked as a result of being roommates. And if you wait too long, I'll flush you down a toilet. <laughs> God, so good to be back, you guys. All right, Spence. I really missed you. Should we cue him up? Let's, let's <laughs> oh, yeah. do that recap. You guys remember. Jeff doesn't remember. Don't, what, don't. what doesn't Jeff remember? Do you, do you want music uh, for your recap, or do you want to do this uh, acapella? I could do it either way, but answer my question before you start the music. Um, let's see. I have notes here. Not your notes. What do you remember? Uh, nothing. <laughs> it was a thousand years ago. <laughs> I promise it was not. Br- Brother Absalom might have a mission I wrote down. 
Do you remember what that means? Nope. A seminal horse adventure. Oh, we, we, we're going out on the adventure of Passion's Gem. Yeah, yeah, you remember. Okay. Okay, great. So hit the music. I'll, Even I'll though make... you sounded less than thrilled about us choosing to go on the adventure of Passion's Gem. If you'll recall, I often sound less than thrilled about That's most true. things. That's kind of your thing. Yeah. Cue this guy up. All right, let's get some music up here for some Spencers. <laughs> boom, boom. Last time on Harmon Quest. <laughs> Harmontown. <laughs> Harmontown. Oh, yeah. Harmon Quest is a TV show. Oh, shit. On Verve. Last time on Harmontown. What was happening? Our heroes had completed their mission. They returned to Pure Burn Keep to turn it in, and they had a debriefing with the guys who took Patchens to talk to him some more. And you guys agreed to meet him, and then you went to the tavern. You tried appetizers at the tavern, but Diarrhea Jr. could not be dissuaded by the snacks and instead went to seek out Patchens. And he sought him out and he found Patchens, and Patchens was pissed. Patchens was like, I just want to tell you guys, fuck you guys, and I'm leaving. I got to handle my business and fuck you. And he left. And uh, then Diarrhea Jr. went back to the tavern and they discussed what to do. And I think that Dan might have wanted to help him, and then Jeff didn't want to help him for a while, and then Jeff really wanted to help him. And then Jeff went to help him, and he summoned a horse. Oh, yeah. He summoned the horse, and he found Patchens, and he told him to wait right there. And then he did wait right there. And then they all arrived and talked to Patchens. And after a discussion, they agreed to join the quest for Patchens' gem. Now. Nice. Thank you. All right. So after that, was Brand- Brandon played Chad the Firelicker for a little while, but I, did, did a whole lot get done? Or you guys no, did, you he, agreed to do the quest, and then okay. Geffen showed up, and he was like, hey, it seems like everyone at this town is on pot or some shit. Which one's Geffen? Geffen was the guy that, remember, he came up on a horse, and then he, he, he threw the prior. It was a prior. beautiful horse. It was white. I don't think it was... I don't remember, but he threw he he came, you'll recall the prior ran away in right. a combat and Geffen showed up and was like, yo, and then he tossed the prior down to you guys and then he left and then the debriefing. He also just made an appearance. Right. Uh, so now it's the three of us going on the adventure of uh, Patchen's gem. Right. And we're arriving at this town, which is the place where we think the um, banditos uh, who were actually disguised as banditos, but were in fact guild assassins. professional assassins. Um, right. They, they, they. We, we're, it's pretty clear they came from this town. Dornester. It seemed like they did because it was a very nearby town to the site of burglary, and it's a town of roughs and uh, brigands. You know the kind of people who commit crimes. And the name of that town is what? Dornester. Dornester. And I had and Geffen has left us, but I said to him, you know, let us know if you notice anything. Um, you know, if you hear anything about a job that was uh, taken by any professionals involving waylaying strangers outside of town. Right. You had mentioned that to him. But I didn't want to tell Geffen too much because we don't know if he's a good guy or a bad guy. Right. I mean, exactly. He could be one of those good guys that turns out to be a bad guy. Right. Okay, so where do we stand right now? Are we are we on foot? Are we are we in Dornester? Are we are we on? You're not on route? in Dornester. You had kind of you had. 
I don't remember exactly. You're certainly on the way to Doormaster, so yeah, we're pretty close. It, yeah. Are, yeah. Are we are we traveling on foot? We've got our wagon. You're on foot, All right. as far as I understand. At the crest of a hill, you can see the town and the outlying area below. You're kind of yeah. You're at the crest of a hill. Doornester is calm and quiet, with only a few flickering lights visible in the night. You can hear soft music, as if from a lute that floats gently into your ears. A haunting and mournful harp melody. I guess it's not a lute. It's a harp. Ooh. Melody coming from the ba- valley below you. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a weird time. It's late in the night. So it's a weird time to hear music. Let's go to the concert. Uh, is my, uh, my sort of arcane... Um, eh, 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 how easy would it be for me to recognize this as possibly magical, beguiling music? You know? Do you have a... Do you have any ranks in knowledge? Okay, not Wait, just I, 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 I listen as close as I can, Spencer. Uh huh. All right. I have. Exactly I only. I only have. Sounds, I only have ranks in knowledge, religion. I, everything else is like checked off, but not. I don't have any numbers. Right. Um. What's your? Uh, Did you guys hear that? Intelligence. My intelligence. Yeah, is it's a mournful melody. Seven. Oof. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> oof. It's certainly amazing music. You can't divine whether or not it's magical. It's uh, it's highly skilled. Whoever's playing it, so we don't see who's playing. It. No, it's it's coming from really far away. It's kind of a. It's carrying on. It's kind of repetitive. It's yeah. kind of a one note song. It sounds like a morning zoo team. Is yeah. uh, we gotta go. We gotta see this. I love music. I love live music. All right, let's check out the music. A few more minutes of travel brings you to the edge of a very curious sight. A graveyard! Curious. Again? Within the fence of the cemetery, you can see skeletal, undead creatures writhing along around the fence. They're kind of inside the cemetery, kind of writhing around the fence. The music plays on. Occasionally, this is like one of those like Disney books where you press the button of like, <laughs> yeah, Rafiki's yeah. face. Um, yeah. So there's, there's skeletal creatures? Yeah, inside the graveyard. Occasionally you can see one of the grave star, gravestones in the cemetery topples over. You're, you're still far off and nothing's noticed you yet. Okay, everybody get down. Uh, so, 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 I want to be clear on this. What we're, what we're seeing, like, the dead rising? For, that's not why the gravestones are getting toppled over, maybe? Yeah, that's, that's kind of what it's looking at. And like, you said they're writhing against the fence? Yeah, they're kind of leaning up against the fence, but they're not, like, trying to beat it down or anything. They're leaning up against it. You notice the cemetery is alive with movement. In time with the music, you can hear thudding and bumping. They're dancing. Throughout the cemetery, rumbling earth and shaking dew off of grass. The, the, the gravestones themselves are falling over as graves burst open and new corpses burst forth from the soil. They kind of get up and pull themselves out of the ground and start wandering around a little bit. But after a little tiny bit of wandering around, they kind of they lose interest and just plop down on the soil, like take a seat or like lean up against something. Most of them are just kind of hanging out, leaning up against the fences. This music is so good that the dead... Wanted it. They came back to life to hear it. Mm. They uh, look wistful, but mindless. This doesn't look like uh, something we want to just jump into. I think we should just watch. Yeah. Okay. Do we see where the music's coming from? No, it's a lot louder now that you're by the graveyard, but you can't tell. It's kind of like there's forest around, and you can't really pinpoint a location. Is it? Um, it still sounds like It's that. nighttime. Is it? Is it do, what, how? Let's call it three in the morning. 
Um, it's misty and foggy. So there's absolutely no way to... We got people rising from their graves, getting up, walking around for a second, and then just kind of losing interest and, and hanging out. Right. So somebody's summoning the dead out of their out of their graves, guys. Yeah. Spencer, I do I have, like, enhanced hearing? Do you have perception? I have perception of four. You have mildly enhanced hearing. Do you want to? Yeah, listen? yeah. I, I use my hearing to see or to listen for exactly where that music is coming from. All right. Um, you pinpoint it. It seems like uh, there's there's a little bit of forest interposing the graveyard and the town proper, and it seems like it's coming from within one of the stands of uh, trees. Do you, do you guys? I, I, I it's. I think the harp is coming from inside those. That tree area. Right. Should we go check it yeah, out? Let's, let's 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 sneak up over there. You've you guys have stealth, stealth right? Uh, I got loads of stealth. This guy's got loads of stealth. No, no, I don't. I don't have any stealth. Right, you're not bone weevil. I have a five stealth. Okay, that's good. Um, that might be the best. Well, I think you should check it out because if we we don't all want to bumble over there. All right, Spence. I, I, I'm gonna stealthily make my way to that tree. All right. Kid, if there's any trouble. Come running back here, okay? I'm a cleric. Okay. Dealing with zombies is my thing. I just don't These think These seem we like should... friendly zombies. Let's not attack them yet. Uh, uh, we don't have time for this conversation. <laughs> They're all chilling and listening to the music, man. They're being commanded by someone. I, the, the, that person probably has nefarious purposes. These are, they, they, there's nothing nice about the undead. They just follow know. orders. Yeah, go go go! Sneak up and and report back to us. Okay. You attempt to sneak up, but almost instantly you hear the music abruptly stop, and then from within the trees you see a, a burst of ruby light, and then uh, and then nothing. It's it's silent again, but the silence is quickly overtaken by the sounds of zombies not being as chilled out as they were before. Oh no! The They're music groaning, was... making noises. Uh, how they... close? How close are? Uh... Carlos and I to the zombies. Uh, how far away do you want to be? Uh, well, I mean, pretty far. Yeah, fifty yards. Okay, I'll say fifty yards. But uh, Steve's uh, much closer. Let's say Steve's about twenty feet off. So you guys are pretty far away, kind of spying on Steve, and he's he's up trying to creep. He was trying to creep kind of around or past the graveyard. And how uh, far is that ruby light from where I was? Uh, let's say sixty. More than 100 feet. Oh, 100 feet. Mm-hmm. So it's not too far. No, but yeah. It's not too far. Um, but yeah, now, now the undead are starting to try and climb over the fence. They're not, they're not very uh, coordinated, so it's hard. And then others are trying to like rip open the fence and break it down. If they're, we get bitten by the undead, do them? Do, no. Okay. They just want to kill you and absorb your life essence. Are they coming for us? Uh, they're certainly... Do they see us? You can't. The, uh, the, you, you guys, from your vantage point, can tell that they can see Steve because he's close. But you guys are apparently, or it seems, far enough away to be evading detection. And, and how many? How many uh, boogans we got right now? Right now, there's eight. Eight boogans. We, right. we can handle eight clumsy boogans. Are they between me and that? Like, so I can't run back to. Chat no, you post. can. You're oh, can. outside of the graveyard, and they're still inside the graveyard. Okay, so they're not between me and them. No. They're trying to be, though. Oh, boy. Um, mm-hmm. 
Alright, I mean, in regular Dungeons and Dragons as a cleric, I would have this power called Turn Undead, you I, know? I think you should have it. Can I see your sheet? I know how to read these things. I'm a real pro. Yeah, Turn Undead, it's, it's on, it's in the middle-ish there, you see it? I think under Feats? Spencer, could I have a different loadout from last time? Would I have had time to reset on that? Yeah, okay. absolutely. And, uh, okay. All right, fuck it. Well, I'm, I'm down if you are. I mean... Let's do this. I, I got my offensive loadout right now. I'm ready to kick Boogan, but... All right. Um... Does, 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 uh, does, does diarrhea, diarrhea look like he's in any, in any, any danger right now? He certainly seems to be like, uh, seems to be close to in danger. I mean, he's certainly being threatened by undead. They're just not, like, surrounding him. At well, I say we take, I, I say we go on the offensive while they're still behind the fence and we can take some pot shots at him. Yeah, uh, we're, 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 we, yeah, we're, 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 there's no point in stealth. We're, let's just head for Steve and help him. All right. Well, Steve should go first because he's the closest. I'm going to go toward the ruby. Okay. Um, all right. You do that. You go. You can do a double move, 60 feet. All right. You get about halfway there. If you sprint, you could get all the way there. Okay. I'll sprint there. All right. You're winded, but you get there. You can smell. Um, Uh-oh. It smells like uh, myrrh. <laughs> And but you don't really see anything. There's no real footprints or anything you can see. Um, there is a large, large like stump tree stump like a, of a tree that's been cut down. Like a eucalyptus time? tree. No, um, just like a big old tree stump. Hmm. All right, that's your turn. One of you guys go. Um, fifty yards. That's a hundred fifty feet. Okay. Um, I say we get. Like in battle formation with DJ, so that we're close together. Or is it better to kind of do, get in flanking positions and kind of like like kind of have them like because is, is, is the cemetery a big square enclosure or what is it? It's uh it's it's mostly square. It's like a rectangle. But it, yeah. Like how how big from side to side? Uh, fifty feet by thirty feet. Okay. Once I get within thirty feet of all of them, I have a chance to make any or all of them flee. Okay, that's do what, that. Right. They're I'll, still within the bounds. I'll of be the right behind radio. you, uh, and if, if if I need to start throwing fire bolts, I'm right behind you because you know I like fire. You know it, dog. <laughs> All right, so you're 150 feet away. It's gonna take at least two turns to move into position if you sprint. So okay, we take that first sprint. All right, you do that. You're everyone's winded now. It's great. I mean, it's tiring. But it's great. The undead, their turn. Two undead come over the fence and are closing in on diarrhea, but there's still not two of them yet. The other undead, there was eight. The other six undead break open the fence and they're starting to spill out through the side of the fence, kind of now blocking off diarrhea's uh, path to um, Dan and Jeff. So now you're kind of surrounding them in a way, but there's more of them than you. So, okay. Now it's a. Uh, yeah, let's, 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 let's get these guys in the crossfire. How far away from them are, are am I? You're 20 feet from the nearest two. And they're moving pretty slowly? Yeah, the, these are these are slow-moving and dead. They, they move very slowly. Zombies. Um, if you want to think, we can make someone else's turn. No, no, I want to sh- take out my bow and go for some headshots. You know from your 
clerical experience that headshots don't kill zombies like in The Walking Dead. They don't. <laughs> not do one I- shot, at least. I mean, there's still, it's damage is damage, but it's not. What do I know? Well, they're magic, so, you know, you just kind of have to destroy the corpse. All right, well, then I go for the easiest body part to hit. All right. Center of mass. What's your attack bonus? Uh, plus Attacks. five. Okay. Times damage. three for a crit. What's the damage? Ooh. I don't remember anyone's shit. I used to know all this stuff. Where does it say that? Under the weapon. Oh, 128 plus two. Is that possible? One, two, one, one D8. One D8, yeah. What fun. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons. Listen into people, read. All right. It's been a low-key low key episode. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, whatever. You slice one of the zombies in half. He goes down. With an arrow? Oh, wait, you're shooting him? Yeah, okay. my bow. You don't. You shoot him. It barely affects him. <laughs> oh, <laughs> damn it. Oh, man. Well, it sinks right into his soft zombie flesh. Should have used that sword, Jack. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought was happening. My bad. That's okay. All right. Dan and or Jeff. Take it, Dan. Uh, well, my goal is to get within 30 feet of as many of these guys as possible. Uh-huh. So, you can do that, but you can't also act. Like, you can sprint the rest of the way, but you can't sprint and then yeah, get yeah. close enough. Well, okay. so I'll spend this turn mm-hmm. positioning myself. Great. You do that. You put yourself into what you think will be exactly the space that the <laughs> zombies will be able to move into on their turn. <laughs> okay. I, well. guess I, I guess I do the same thing. <laughs> it's tactically sound. <laughs> All right, the zombies, they, uh, they come very close to you, but they can't. You know, you really measured it right. <laughs> What's our range right now? Uh, you're within 10 feet of these guys. So you're within moved, 10 feet of this. They've made six. their move until it's mm-hmm. back in our court right they're now. They're kind of, yeah, they're right into your trap, so to speak, if you're setting a trap. The other zombie who's, uh, the other two zombies who are both not dead come at, come at diarrhea. They're throwing hands. Um, What's your armor class? It should be towards the top left. Top, top left. Twenty-one. Oh shit! They, 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 they stab at you with their bony fingers, but it just glances harmlessly off your uh, your armor. It's good armor, and they're just zombies. So, well, because they're doing that, can I just full attack them? Oh, you do. See, this is something I always forget. But as they approach you. You get an attack of opportunity because they entered a space you threaten. Yep. Attack of opportunity. What's your attack uh, bonus? Uh, For melee? For for melee? Yeah, like the arrow one that you did. Uh, Sorry, people. For for my full attack? No, for your attack attack. Just one of them. Uh, For... uh, When is my phone coming? Seven. Uh, I think stay focused this man. next week. I think within a week. Within a week, I got my phone later than everybody. I feel I got I two guys helping me. I can't tell you how terrible I feel about it. It's 
I, I have an iPhone X and I feel like that's the worst possible outcome. Like I would rather you had mine and I got <laughs> yours like weeks after you're getting yours than what actually happened, which is me having one and you not having but one. But Spencer's on bummer. Verizon, so maybe that, that made No, it that easy. is why, because the second we could get an AT&T phone, it was two weeks. But I did mine after that and it was like launch day, Verizon. So yeah, I think it was just AT&T. Sorry, everybody. Great right. tangent. Attack of opportunity. It fails. No. Oh. What? Carlos, Fuck. attack. All right. Am I in position? Yep. Oh, I call flame a ha. Mm, not good gibberish. What's your? Uh, what's my? What's my charisma? comedy sports workshop level? <laughs> uh, basic. Yeah. What, what UCB level are you? <laughs> oh, flame a ha. Oh, great. What am I, Chevy Chase? Um, it's uh, wait, sorry. What were you were? Charisma. <laughs> Charisma. Yeah. Uh, Sixteen. Brandon ability modifier plus three. All right. Flare. Turn. All right. Um, four of them flee. Two of them don't flee. What do they do? They don't flee. That's it. So you, you, what's the spell called? You just cast turn undead. Turn undead, meaning they they, they they just turn and bone out. It's more yeah, of they, a, they literally it's more bone of a feat. The, they boned out. Ah, <laughs> feats rarely fail me now. All right, so now, now we're down to what? We're down to four boogans. Two. two. Oh yeah, well yeah, four because two for Steve and two for you guys. All right, um, summon nature's ally. What are you summoning? What, what do I got? I don't I have don't my list for that. Summon nature's ally. I should get up this. in Maybe the morning. Your daughter's going to college. Get a cup of coffee from a company that lets you fuck her. Hello, I'm what Sam level? Elliott for Keurig. <laughs> you know, just because your daughter's going to college doesn't mean it's <laughs> too old fuck. <laughs> I'm no good at child molestation until I've had my first cup. <laughs> <laughs> Come to Couric. There's a saying in Alabama. The early bird gets the worm. And the worm gets the early bird, if you know what I mean. If there's grass in the field, it's time to play ball. Jesus Christ. What level... Uh... Get out in front of your lover. <laughs> what? With, this, with the exciting energy boost the level from a Couric coffee cup. Okay. Dire rat, dolphin, dog, eagle, poison frog, giant centipede, fire beetle, uh, pony, sturge, which is like a bat. I'm going to summon pony. I'm going to get on that pony, and I'm going to fucking start just... A palomino. Wait, a palomino? It's a palomino. Don't distract the kid. Wait, is there a palomino or just pony? It's a nondescript horse. It may very well be a palomino. Okay, I'm going to get on that horse for two reasons. One, because it gives me a better attack advantage, and I know it's going to make DJ fucking fire the hell up and stop failing all of his attacks of opportunity. Pony power! (laughs) I summon a horse! All right, you summon a horse. What do you want the horse to do? I want him to appear next to me and uh, saddled up and ready for action. All right, it does that. All right, I get on the horse. Okay. Is that uh, my whole move? Yeah, but the horse can do something. Um, uh, he tries to run the nearest one down, just like just trample him. Okay. Can I name my horse? Uh, yeah. You have to. Yeah. Um, Stuart. <laughs> Fucking A. You know, young girls are getting faster every day. 
That means they're harder to catch. But doesn't mean your coffee can't be delicious. <laughs> the all-new Keurig 5000. No hammer can take it apart. You can throw it off any apartment building from <laughs> floors four and lower. And I'll be darned if the coffee isn't still just as piping hot and good as it can be. Hey, Keurig. it's your coffee. We just support pedophilia. <laughs> Wait, do we? No, we don't anymore. Well, we, we don't. Yeah. But, uh, this, is, this is the company. It, We're the uh, coffee company that doesn't care what you watch. Like the world that that guy wants to live in. Right. Like the, oh, yeah. Yeah. Just because we're dedicated to profit doesn't mean we can't have an agenda. <laughs> and that we want that agenda to be as criminal as possible. Hello, I'm Mr. Coffee. I support pedophilia 100%. <laughs> You know, the age of consent in Mr. Coffee's uh, land of origin is a ripe 11. It's true. I'm British. Look it up. Let's get back to work, I guess. All right. So you run one of the, you, you try to run two of them over. You, you knock them both down, but you only really, like, stomp on one of them. So you stomp one of them to death. Oh, shit. Dealing five damage. Way to go, Stuart. I give him a nice little 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 pat. Oh yeah, he's yeah. digging it. He likes that. <laughs> yeah, the other one, uh, the other one kind of gets knocked over, but it's okay. not dead. I, I continue my ride and kind of circle back into action, kind of re- reposition. All right. Yeah. And Dan went zombies. Okay. The zombies attack. They attack Dan. Oh, oh, it's a critical hit. <laughs> oh <laughs> shit! Sorry. Was that my fault? Was my sound effect so good that yeah. it made him a critical hit? You take 12 damage. Ooh. Jesus. Oh, no. Did you have to endow that zombie with such a <laughs> d- bellicose... What was that? That's, it's, Pac-Man? It's, it's, it's called Game Over. Yeah. I guess it was Pac-Man. Um, all right. And, and Steve also gets attacked by two zombies. One of them smacks you in the face. Ouch. You take four damage. So it was just one zombie took got, got me for twelve. It was a critical, yeah, Oof. and I rolled really high. Does it leave any cool scars, like battle scars? It only re- leaves a really embarrassing scar. What a bummer! It's like a cup mark yeah, on your. So that's it's like a cup on, on my <laughs> purple purple circle on your butt. All right, all right, go for it. Uh, who's turn? I think DJ. Um, can I? So how many are by me? Two. Two. Can I? Attack both of them with my elvish blade. Yeah, what's your full attack now? My full attack. Yeah, is you can full attack at this point. Plus five, plus five. Awesome. All right, you hit with both. What's the damage on the full attack? Uh, one d ten plus one d six plus eight. It is ten o'clock. Just so you guys know. Hmm. Oh, man, you cut them both down. Oh, you yeah. smash one in the head with your shield and slice the other one in half. Boom! Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You like that one? Yeah, well, it was, that I mean, that was, was very good. appropriate. That was the best one It was so sort far. of like, like it turned, it turned role-playing into like a, a sports event. Like. <laughs> man, there's a guy who makes an app for this, for DMing, and he'd be so pissed if we knew he knew we were just using a soundboard and not his crazy app that he gave me for free. I want oh, the man. app. I don't. It's okay. a lot of work. Okay, then I don't, then I don't want that. Act. No, I mean, you, oh, you could do it. You could. Do, this is a great idea. Sorry. You could do the music. <laughs> it's a bad call. I didn't know what that was going to be. Put a 
put a window in the windowless van of your fatigue with Keurig coffee. <laughs> you don't want windows. <laughs> Eliminate the window of and there you go. Of, <laughs> of exhaustion. You know your van. <laughs> Sitting all day in your van outside the kindergarten is awful tiresome. That's why I turn to the cool, refreshing cup of Keurig coffee. <laughs> If child blood was oh, came out of the faucet, this co- we wouldn't need coffee. Here's to the rest of us. I guess I'm I guess I'm graduating the guy to murder. Nice. All right. So uh <laughs> Uh so where are we at? Uh you guys are having a turn. Okay. And there's one zombie left. Uh, one zombie left. Um, do I, I, one of my spells says um, fire blade, but I don't think I have a sword other than my knife. Do no, I? No, it conjures a fire blade. Oh well, then I'm riding around on Stuart the horse. I'm going to conjure a fire blade and finish the job. All right, fire blade. Do you know how much damage the fire blade does? Uh, fire blade. It probably does one. <laughs> the D8 back of plus two. Page is just a smiling dick on it. <laughs> uh, fire blade. Where are you? Show, show yourself, Fireblade. Flameblade. Uh, it's a 1d8 plus 1 per 2 spell. Yeah, so 1d8. No, it's one off. All right. You, you slice it right in the neck, and it catches fire. Holy fire. Like a silver flame. It catches silver flames. Holy fire. And uh, the silver flames consume it. It's like, uh, oh yeah, it, it it burns to fine white ash. It's, it's way hotter than a normal fire would be. Fucking flame blade. Yeah. Now, am I just left holding a flame blade for the next two minutes or what? For a couple turns, yeah. Yeah, okay. What right. happens if you smoke that ash? Uh, that's you can't just muse. I kind of want possibilities. I, you have to. Try I want to be like the guy in Flesh and Blood. There's this movie, Flesh and Blood, with Rutger Hauer and Jennifer Jason Lee. It's like really awesome, like medieval um, movie. Um, and there's like a cleric kind of guy in it. That, and uh, this is my impression of him. I see a sign from the gods. I see a silver flame consuming the rotting flesh of our enemy. And I see Chad the Firelighter holding that flame. This is our destiny. We are here to conquer. Cliffhanger! We did it, everybody. Hell yeah. Where's that music? Oh, come on, give me some music. There we go. We did it again. Let's have a Steve Levy, everybody. Flesh and Blood with Rutger Hauer and Jennifer Jason Lee. That was an amazing ending. It's a little sexually problematic. It's kind of like slightly to the misogynistic side of Peckinpah, but but it's still a really cool movie if uh, you know you don't get enough D and D in movies. Let's thank everybody here. We got Zach and Kevin and Sarah and Noah and Kevin and everybody. No, not Kevin. Chris. God damn it. And uh, how about uh, me? I'm your uh, controller, Jeff Davis. Thank you for having me back, everybody. Let's have Spencer Crittenden and the Game Master yeah. Extraordinaire. Church on photos, wherever she's gone. We did it again. Uh, Dan wrapping his heart away. Dan Harmon, your mayor, everybody. Thank you so much for coming. We'll see you on the flip-flop. Drive fast. And take chances. Good night, all. Zach, you got music on to play us out? <laughs>